Alright, we're back and we're already off to an awful start. You're off to an awful start. You're an awful start. Your mom's an awful start. Uh, you'd be happy to be with my mom. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> okay, oh my god, it's been two weeks and we're back and it's, there's, uh, you know, we're, we gotta make up for some lost time. There's I, a lot of pent up stuff going on here. <laughs> After two weeks, we just gotta let it blow. <laughs> No, oh god. Podcast, no. Okay. All of a sudden, the long middle school comes over. <laughs> now he's ready to let it blow. Well, <laughs> I, I don't care what you do in a men's room, Justin, but anyway. So hold on. Holding. All right, Jesus. All right, Travis, can we count on you to finally follow the rules of the podcast today? Jesus Christ. Well, that's not his fault. That's my <laughs> that's my bottle opener that plays on Wisconsin whenever you touch the metal to the metal of Which the, is fine. The cap. At that's, least prepared. Right. He's prepared. Just Okay. All right, ready? Three, two, one. I get it. I'll drop my cap. Good job, everyone. Wow. This is how it's gonna go. This is gonna be a wild ride, everyone. Hang on. We're gonna discuss why this was such a big deal, right? I think it's uh, right. So, so things on the itinerary. It is the first thing on the itinerary. Um, I'm amazed that any of the three of us could spell itinerary. I mean, you probably spell check. It was spell check. It was 100%. Oh, fuck. There's no way you know how to spell it. There's no way. No, that was yeah. no. There was a big red line right underneath. Yeah. What happened is you spelled what you thought was itinerary, and then the red squiggly line was underneath. And then it corrected. I'm just happy that it got close enough to the word that spell check could pick it up. Right. Like it wasn't itsmith or something. Well, I. Whenever I try to spell necessary, I get it so wrong that spell check always has no suggestions. So I have to constantly like redo it, try again and you know, again. That's a low bar for spell check. I can't. They aren't even suggesting anything. I, I yeah, can't. I can't. Bad. I can't spell necessary. I'm sorry. So all right, we're back. This is episode. What do we decide? Six, six seven, six. Okay. We're six. Episode, now that we're actually on Apple uh, iTunes, we are on podcast and Spotify. We need to actually. Dude, yep, we're on six. we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify now. We're officially out there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We'll actually get some material on there and uh, put it out the out there. So give us a follow. You you'll be very disappointed. We don't care. So the beer this week, I bought the beer this week. Um, it's a it's from Potosi Brewery. Potosi is from what I learned on the label is in the southwest corner of Wisconsin. It's be right on the why are you giving me that face? We're looking like Iowa County somewhere. Oh, I thought it was out east. No, no. Look at the little the little star on the on the label. On Can the top. Top label. Did you find it there? Got it? It's in the southwest part of Wisconsin. That's exactly what I said. Southwest part of Wisconsin. Doubting you, I just Thank you. Uh, to the Snake Hollow IPA. So, by according to our bylaws, we are now three beers into the Snake Hollow IPA. Um, just very briefly, it's 6.5% alcohol and I think also a 65 IBU. 65 IBU. Yeah, and it got a gold medal at some world championship in 2016. So, what have you. We're, we're enjoying it. We'll give our, our reviews at the end. So you, you heard the opener. We all opened up our beers together. 
for once. Yeah. So Travis is on probation for this episode. Justin, you are fully off of probation after your blueberry crap that you brought us. Blue bobber. Blue bobber crap that you brought us. You're off probation because you you did a great job with the with the last beer. And then Travis completely fucked up the opening by prematurely popping his top. Popping his top. Uh, not once, not twice. It was actually, I think it was twice. It was twice? It was twice. Oh, yeah, I, I count that second time as more than once because he said, hey, guys, I'm not going to prematurely open this one. And seconds later, he prematurely opened it. <laughs> made a big show about it. Like, I'm really sorry. I, yep. won't, I, I believe the exact won't happen again. And then it happened again literally like 20 seconds later. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hope that Travis can keep it together. And I'm very worried, Travis, you have a lot of empty bottles sitting right in front of you, very close to the edge of my bar, that I feel are going to get knocked over at some point. Well, I'm not going to move them. Oh, God, great. Okay. All right. So let's get in. We're three beers in. We're going to drink the next three beers as we go. Give our our reviews at the end. we got a lot of things to cover today. Brucevus, breweries, our our Gruber thing. Many, many topics. Uniforms, which are dear to my heart. Uniforms. I'm looking forward to the uniforms topic. I am too. I am too. Mm -hmm. So the the first thing I put on the, or I guess the second thing I put on the itinerary is we... Again, we have to put the, this disclaimer out there. Justin, you and I mentioned this very early on that we are complete fucking morons. That's correct. We don't know what we're talking about. We we talk smart and we may sound like we're talk we know what we're talking about, but we don't. No. And, and I bring this up because there was a lot of off-season moves that we were super excited about and that we poo-pooed as well. Right. And just brushed to the side. And I think almost to we were 100% accurate in how incorrect we were. Yes, it, it was horrible. So in the time I think that we've been gone, the Brewers released Brock Holt, yes. designated for assignment. No one, of course, wanted to trade for him because he's batting 100. Right. And I remember the first episode, we were had like Brock Holt man boners yes. for this guy and how excited we were that he's going to be on the team and mm-hmm. he'll be that guy that, that they can throw out there everywhere. And then he proceeded to hit 100. Right. I think any of the three of us could hit 100. Scott Carl could hit 100. The old left-handed starting pitcher for the Brewers could have hit 100. So, he, I mean, thanks, Brock, I guess. Uh, did anyone, did you, you show me the Instagram video. Yeah, of his kid. Of his kid, yeah. You <laughs> Comple- wanna... Completely uh, call him out. Just threw him under the... Take, that didn't take long. <laughs> no, I don't think Travis saw us. Do you want to describe that? So, uh... uh so Brock Holt is coming home and his kid's sitting on the bed or something. Very young kid. Very like. young, like two years old, maybe. And uh, Brock walks into the room and there he is. And he says something to the effect of, well, that didn't take long, Daddy. And then just laughs at him. Right. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, good awesome. for Brock Holt for taking it in stride. And I, I think he oh, knew yeah. that. Yeah. Oh. And maybe any other year he wouldn't have been, like, ditched quite that fast no it wouldn't have happened this quickly but but you can't especially with the way the team was going if the team was hitting and putting up runs maybe you could stash him and just you know wait for him to get going but they simply didn't have the 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 time to wait for brock holt to get it going and and then we were excited about the omar narvaez trade he's come on hot recently but that's what she said 
<laughs> yes. But uh, it's been a struggle this year. And I think we can say that for eight of the nine starting Brewer hitters, uh, it's been a struggle this year. Oh, it's it's, it's been atrocious. For the Yelich is still only hitting 207. Yeah. Like, it's bad. I mean, I went and looked at all the, the, the players. I don't even think I want to go through it. On, so on... so it, how poorly the Brewers are playing and how poorly we were in assessing the roster, uh, Orlando Arcia uh, is yes. the, like, leading average hitter on the Brewers of regular players. Yeah. And, Orlando and, Arcia. And, and do you know what he's hitting, though? It's like 268 or something. It's 261. Like yeah. Like, that is a barren wasteland mm-hmm. of offense. It's really bad. So, you know, that that shows you what we know, I guess. The people that, that we were excited about, and it was just it was just awful. Didn't, didn't we, like, poo-poo off, like, a David Phelps signing? All right, all right. I need to interject. If I hear poo-poo one more time. <laughs> should I say shit on? Is that what we should say? We shit on the David Phelps signing? Whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain we said David Phelps, oh, and we signed David Phelps, whatever. Yeah. And just breezed right past it. And he ended up being a solid member of our bullpen and then traded and, for allegedly three 18, 19-year-old pitchers in yeah. uh, single A or whatever. We, we also shit on the Mark Mathias Signing or trader, God knows what right. it was. And Mark Mathias is actually hitting like three thirty something. He's doing well. He's when doing he plays, fine. He's doing well. Yeah. Okay. You know what's really depressing is when you bring up the Brewers like stats. Do you know who's at number one for batting average? Oh. This is position players, but who's number one? How many at bats though? <laughs> Eighteen. Cecil Cooper. <laughs> no. no. Number one is Lorenzo Cain. Ah. Yeah, which is just uh, as big a sign of, sign of times as it could be that Lorenzo Cain is still up there. And maybe they won't even take him down. Maybe they don't have like a, a you know a number of at-bats you have to have. But he's still sitting there. So every time a you look at it, you reminder think, of what could have been. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we were... Justin, do you want to talk about the last two weeks? Because I don't think I can get through it without well, I, having I mean, a moment. I can, I can start. Like, I can start talking about it. Because I, I think the last time we uh, recorded one of these episodes was August 19th. Yes. We were mid-twin um, series. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, right. So In, in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis. Yep. So uh, the, the Brewers won the game that we were uh, podcasting during. Yep. Uh, and then they proceeded to lose uh, on Thursday to the Twins, which, okay, the Twins mm-hmm. are a good team. Mm-hmm. It's a way, so be it. They also got swept. By the Pirates, who I think they went like oh. eighteen and three the last two seasons against, yeah. like some obscene, ridiculous. You shouldn't ever uh, lose a series to the Pirates, but they got swept. Then they came back and they won the next two against the Reds. Um, then there was a postponement of the game, and then they got swept by uh, by the Reds in a doubleheader, which was a kick straight in the testicles. And then they turned it around right before the All Star break. They won. Uh, three of four against... It's not an all-star break. I mean, the trade deadline. Yeah. Right before the trade deadline, they won three of four against the Pirates, and things were starting to look like they were turning around. And and I know we're going to talk about <clears throat> trade deadline stuff later on. So the trade deadline passes, and the day 
of the trade deadline, then they go ahead and lose uh, 12 to 1 against the Tigers and Orlando Arcia, the leading batter, pitches and gives up two run bomb. And we're going to go ahead and say that was a fairly good uh, depiction of uh, the last two weeks, a summary of the last two weeks, with the exception of, I mean, some stuff we're going to talk about later with Josh Hader and um, uh, David, uh, David Phelps and uh, uh, Devin Williams. Right. But other than that, the Brewers hitting sucks. Um, it sucked the last two weeks. There are some players that are turning it around, but it really... But it hasn't. Really, I mean, the last two weeks have been unremarkable in terms of really huge highlights to talk about, except for the bullpen, and we're going to address that later. We'll address that. Travis, you got something? I just peed a little bit on the flap of the jersey that you borrowed me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> minuscule you probably wouldn't have noticed it's not minuscule it's not minuscule you urinated on the jersey that i loaned you gave me a triple x brewer jersey to wear because i somehow some way forgot a jersey even though i own i don't know 200 of them probably 20 of them brewer jerseys because work has been hectic and i had to borrow it and when I was potting, it was the little <laughs> flap on the right side got in the way. So, what, what, what flap are you talking about? <laughs> the flap of the jersey just for Christ's sake. You know jerseys, when you button them on the bottom, there's a flap to the left, there's a flap to the right. Moron. I, I'm not I, the one that peed on myself. I, I peed on myself, I peed in the jersey that got in the way. There's a he peed on difference. my jersey. <laughs> Let's make that completely clear. Hey, Josh, I haven't peed on anything in years yet. You've never ice fished, have you, Justin? <laughs> I can't see where I can keep catching fish. I can't see it being a hook, for that matter. You're just trying to deflect away from you pissing on Josh. Well, if I really wanted to deflect, I wouldn't have even mentioned it because I could have gotten away with it. God, you could have handed it back to me. Just oh, a yeah. urine-soaked, borrowed jersey. All of a sudden, I can see you hanging up the jersey and doing the... You might not even want it back. I'll give you 10 bucks for it. Shit, it's not that great. It doesn't have a name on the back. Jesus. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Do you really want it back? No. Even though I went through the wash 10 times, you know it's that jersey. Right? It's the P jersey. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't want it. I'll buy it. It's it's like the uh, the cashmere sweater that has a little red dot on it. Mm, nice. Oh, good. Yeah, good, rough. Nice Very work. Very good. Yeah, that was Very good. good. All right. Nice, well, I guess uh, we're nice gonna... recap. Justin, are we done with that? Yeah, we're done with that. Okay. So can we move on to the trade? We can move on to the trade. Or I, I, I guess even more, okay, they traded David Phelps for three really low minor league guys, two 19-year-olds and a 20-year-old. To which um, um, it was reported that, um, I'm drawing a blank now on the, uh, Stearns. Oh. David Stearns couldn't pass up. It was a deal he couldn't pass up. Because Phelps had a team option for next season at, as well. At four and a half million dollars. At four and a half million dollars. And his continued success, if he continues that for the entire season, Four and a half million dollars for that sort of bullpen arm, not a bad, not a bad contract at all. Right, and he's got a couple guys lined up behind David Phelps, right, who will slot right in to that spot. So right. I'm fine, great. 
nice to see you, David Phelps. He pitched for us for one month, and maybe we'll get some some arms. Maybe we get a Freddie Peralta out of the deal. Because Freddie was one of those guys that was... Freddie was a 19-year-old guy that was just a throw-in in a trade. And, right. Yep. Yep. So the trade that wasn't made, that was not really rumored, but was talked about. He got some talk. He got some talk, was, was Josh Hader. So I okay. pitch it to you guys then. Now that, that this is, is passed, that this trade deadline's passed, and I'm glad they didn't make a move now, but this offseason, do you legit think about this is the time to move Josh Hader? <laughs> wow. Uh, Justin, why don't you start? And then I'm going to pop you. I think, <laughs> I think it completely depends on if the Brewers have any expectation of a World Series in the next year. If the Brewers think 2021 is the year. A year. You mean 2021? Okay. If the Brewers think 2021 is the year, this is the year uh, we're going to put it all together and win a World Series, then you can't trade him. Because if we know anything about um, World Series champions, it's you need, you need to have that closer. You need to have somebody in the back of the bullpen that will shut down the game in the ninth inning. And um, Josh Hader is that guy. So if you think 2021 is your season, you absolutely can't trade him. He's got three years of team control left after this season. Three years after this season? Yeah. So he's under control till 2023? I think so, yeah. Oh. Because he's, he's not even arbitration eligible yet. He's arbitration eligible this offseason. I thought he went to arbitration this year. No, it was. I thought uh, he was like paying like four million dollars or something. They, uh, I swear he had, he has three years of control left. Okay. I'll I'll double check, but I I thought the number was three years of control. So. Uh, and hence the they're asking a bananas price. A, a bananas price. Which they should. Mm-hmm. So all right. So so if you if you're looking at. Um, Josh Hader being the anchor to your bullpen, um, you can't trade him. If you think your window is in the next couple of years, right? So uh, he could, this could was you his, even extend that to twenty two? You probably could. Twenty two. So yes. this was his first year of arbitration eligibility. Twenty twenty one is arb two. Twenty twenty two is arb three. Twenty twenty three is his eligibility of ar- uh, arbitration four. He is not an unrestricted oh, free wow. agent until twenty twenty four. 30 years old at that time. So Josh oh, Hader has boy. three yeah. more years of team control. You, If you think that you are uh, on the cusp of winning World Series, you can't trade him. Because what you're going to get back is, is a slew of uh, top prospects in your system, and you don't know if that person's going to pan out. Right. Where uh, uh, Josh Hader has been the National League reliever of the year the last two years and, and, and it's not like the brewers are coming off uh, you know a rebuild like this is no. I, I feel this year maybe lost we'll get to that but but they were right there the last two years in the playoffs almost in the world series they're yep. pretty close we think mm-hmm. so yeah why why sell it off to to replenish a barren farms farm system at this point and, when when and, you when you can keep them for what's going to be a relatively cheap price and you can't and, and you can't trade him for pieces that will help you win this year because oh you're already losing members like Lorenzo Kane. You've right. already lost core members of your team for the season. You can't count on this year being your year. Yeah, and, and we've talked about it too, that it doesn't 
we don't it feel, feel like it, it doesn't counts. feel like it counts whatever so why go all in on this year like maybe the Padres Padres are doing but right but it but in the same token I do not fault Stearns at all for putting it out there right and listening to offers because if somebody comes in with a with an obscene offer an obscene offer you look at it and you say Holy shit! There are there's proven talent in there. There's high ceiling talent in there. Yep. And Josh Hader is going to pitch every other day to every third day for an inning. But you can get back a guy that's going to start every single day as a position player. It, it's it would have to be what looks like the Herschel Walker trade. Yes, I it, you know that, that makes your franchise for the next eight years. Yep. So. Okay, so we, we, we like what like what he did. Um, he got some arms for Phelps, fine. And they they didn't. I'm also glad they didn't make some weird move for a for a first baseman and give up what little they have in their farm system for that to try to like spark plug or jumpstart this horrible offense. That that's fine. I yeah, I would have been more surprised with the first baseman than a third baseman. The, you know, having a solid third base option brought into the team could be okay, but again, yeah. selling what little little talent you have in your farm system right. for a season that almost half the league gets into the playoffs. Yeah. And so let me ask you this: I, I thought about that. I think the second we stopped recording uh, last time, would this not be the greatest year ever to completely tank your team? Did we talk about it? I mean, yeah. I mean, if we did, I apologize. Maybe. Well, I, I mean, are you kind of going down the road of even a World Series win or an ALCS, NLCS is just such an asterisk? It's it's. And even more so, is, Matt, that, is think, that the road you're going down? Uh, no, not? no. It's like the tank. You tank this year because then you get a high draft pick right. the next year, and you're you're tanking for two months. And you're not doing it in front of any fans regardless. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about putting asses in seats and making money because you ain't making any money off the fans anyway. So I feel like the Red Sox have completely bought into that. Like, hey, oh, we got some yeah. guys injured. You know, we're going to just lay in the week. No one ex- expects us to win anyway. So let's just... Mm-hmm. Ben Benintendi's going to the... He's done for the year. They're going to lay back. They're going to get a high draft pick. And it won't be long with their the money that they have that they can rebound really fast. This is the perfect year. So interesting. There, there, there's number crunchers. There's folks out there that are really looking at this hard. And then realistically probably started looking at it hard in about March. Because there's some <laughs> right. people that are like, oh shit, this ain't going away anytime soon. And mm-hmm. probably started that. Yep. So that, if you had a sense that this ain't our year before the season, hey, let's start you know, giving young guys a chance. Take some hits. Who cares? And we, and, and we talked about it during our last podcast, but here's the reality. A World Series win this year, a World Series appearance this year, it just isn't it even is. close to the same. It is not a strike-shortened season. It is not. A, this is just an anomaly where you really, really have to stretch it to say that you're a World Series champion. And yes, if the Brewers were that team, I would be the first one to say, oh, shit, I would much rather right. be competitive five years in a row than 
and win a World Series with this massive asterisk. That's nobody's fault but Jesus. You, you, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't win it. You didn't. Right. And you're 100 games away in the regular season. So after we talked about it. that, I talked to a guy at, at work who's a massive White Sox fan, and I think you guys know who it is. But and I asked him like, "What do you think?" He's like, "Nope, counts the same." I'm like, "Is that person from Elgin, Illinois, by chance?" Uh, I don't know. He works at across the river. What we'll, we'll talk about it. Doug is his name. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know if he was from. from yeah, please do. Because, because I thought you meant at the building building. Oh, no, no. We oh, know yeah. a White Sox I, fan from Elgin, Illinois. Yeah, we do. Who's involved in Broomball and other things. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Okay. Yep. No, uh, no. He said. Oh, is he? Yes, he said it counts the same. And and, and he said something I about. I a lot what, of idle threats, but I will contact him tomorrow morning. By all means, yeah. Are because, you comfortable with that? Yes. Yeah. Of course you should. And because yeah. he said, and he made some sort of reference. Well, if you haven't won in a long time, I'm like, uh, Doug, yeah. you you have won it fairly recently. Yeah, like yeah, it wasn't that. Like, it wasn't like. Do you, you remember? Do you remember they did it before the cuffs? Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. The yeah. Southsiders. Oh yeah. That was oh, worth it. I mean, you were rooting for him because they were doing it before right. the cuffs. Right. All right. Yeah. So, anyway, I. Completely lost my train of thought. It, it doesn't, it doesn't you know, whatever. So no, but I, I think it's fair. I mean, listen, it's in the background. It's the back of everyone's minds. We can go over all these statistics, and they're good, and it, it's for good chatter and whatnot. But the reality is we are in a completely fucked up year that is not the fault of any of the players, any of the owners, or whatever. But don't think, repeating myself now, that there are some really sharp folks making some really yep. tough decisions that will never be public knowledge. They will never acknowledge because they can't. Right. It's happening. And it's for the betterment of the team. They're not doing anything. They, they're looking at oh, right. 21, 22, yeah. 23, maybe 20. The, the draft next year is not going to be the truncated thing that it, that it was this year when there's only five rounds. It's, it's They've already said it's not going to be that same. They don't know how, you know, how long it's going to be. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. That's what she said. But I, just, I, I think a team that could come out of this year, God knows what it will be, but it especially if it was a team that would be, say, in the bottom 40% or whatever um, uh, yardstick you want to use, it's like there's no goddamn way this team could survive a 162-game series based on the pitching staff and whatnot. If they win it, boy, you want to claim that? The Florida and Marlins. Yes, I will say that the Brewers the are Marlins. because it's different. The, the sorry, the Miami Marlins and the Detroit Tigers are right now in the thick of the playoff hunt. I, I mean, I come on, come on, right? You, you can't tell me right. that those teams are quality MLB teams that should be in a playoff hunt. They're not. They're simply not. Plus, we broke the hand of one of the. Uh, Tigers better players sure last did. night with with some reliever that got a uh, an appearance that would have never gotten an appearance in a major league baseball no. game this year. Yeah, not no. because of strike short or uh, or COVID shortened and strike short. It's Freudian. Yeah. Yeah. It's Freudian. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's yeah. Royal. Yeah. It's Royal. I like that. All right, let's get to the good stuff. All right. Well, what's the good stuff? What do you want to talk about? No. You want to pick something? Um. Yeah, I, I, okay, yes, I would, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Um, 
Brent Suter is a national treasure. I love Brent Suter. Brent Suter. Brent Suter is fantastic. And and this big fan of the guy. This came to the forefront in the last couple of games where he was a mic'd up and he has been out in the bullpen the last couple of games. Travis, have you seen this? Oh, it's Oh my God! So they have one. I don't know what the thing's made of, but it's a it's a, a, a it's the silhouette of a batter of a batter. Who, it's red, the, right. which they use for I assume like simulated games in in the bullpen and, and whatnot. And I assume it's like some kind of metal or whatever. Well, he has pulled that right to the edge of the bullpen near the fence, and he's got some sort of mallet or striking <laughs> instrument, and he is banging chants on there. Are you, you know, serious? Boom, oh yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Like. Constantly, and it's not like for you know a two or three hitters. It is all the time when the Brewers are up, and yeah. he has gone so far as to recruit other members of the bullpen into like banging spoons on on metal chairs. He's, he's created guy, a band. He? Yes, he's, he's created a band. Guy. Right. There, the the thing that I love about Brent Suter, and just the I mean, the 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 entertainment value of him is that this is. This isn't an act. This is Brent Suter. This right. Is who he is. That is exactly who he and is. And he's under team control until 2024. So, I mean, we can legitimately watch this another three years. As long as he keeps being Brent Suter and right. pitching moderately well. Moderately he'll, well. He'll he'll be there. Because all the videos that he's done, his Jim Carrey impression. Oh. When, when, he did, when he did that, you know, what was it, three years ago now? Yeah. That was priceless and he was so good right oh by the way kind of looks like much help so mm-hmm. yeah. right and his mannerisms are perfect can you in in a sport I mean, where but you don't do that by accident you spend a lot of hours working on that oh absolutely <laughs> and in in a sport where right. I, I don't know if they talk about chemistry more in any other sport other than baseball when you've got to have a good clubhouse you know <laughs> even even the position players have fifty percent of the game where they're fucking off in the dugout. They're not fucking off, but I mean they're sitting there, mm-hmm. whatever. And the pitchers, especially bullpen. Oh, by the way, if you're a starter every five games, every four games, if you're in the bullpen, you know, probably six innings minimum. It is a different animal, and and guys right. like that, they're maybe a little different than the old days, but they're just <laughs> as funny and fun. I mean, right? It's just a throwback. Great yeah. guy. Yeah, absolutely. I I he ought I, to stay a brewer. Yes. 2048. That's a sign of it. <laughs> Bring just, him up just to say the... something funny once in a while, Brett. We're going to keep your own. Yeah. Just imagine that guy is like a sideline reporter. Oh, God. I mean, Jesus, no, the I antics mean, that he would get I'll up just, to. I mean, and... at the end of the day, don't think for a minute that these people forecasting down at the end of the careers, like, mm. Brian, could you be a blank and fill he, it in? I mean, he's going to have a career. Yes, he absolutely Whatever will. Whatever his education is, I don't know. If that's how he chose it, he's a natural. He's a person. he's an Ivy League guy. Yeah, I think he's, he's from Harvard. You know school? Harvard. I think Harvard. Yeah. I, Justin's checking on this, but I'm pretty sure Brent Suter is from Harvard, yeah. which which makes perfect sense. So um, they the Brewers had a call up. The guy that made his major league debut last night is Harvard. Harvard. Thank right. you. Uh, it was uh, Justin Topa. Okay, he pitched in the. So Brent Suter immediately gave him a, a nickname, which I think they caught on the open mic, or I'm, I'm not sure. Topa Cabana. <laughs> I mean, come on, yeah, to have that play. that kind of brevity and that kind of, it's just it's just priceless. And plus, to see the way the guy pitches on the mound, when he's striking guys out with 85 miles an hour fastballs up in the zone that they just can't catch up with, 
because he's got this bizarre delivery and he pitches. <laughs> you know, it's like they 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 timed it the other night when he had that start when he started for like four innings or something. In the first two innings, he was on the mound for eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Because he just grabs the ball and go. Do you? A, a couple years ago, when he pitched in Yankee <laughs> Stadium, I think he started in Yankee Stadium, and Aaron he was hitting against Aaron Judge, and you know how most guys, you know, the pitch comes in and, and they'll step out or whatever. Aaron Judge, he obviously had a book. He had a book on Suter and knew yeah. what he was going to do. Judge literally, the pitch came in. You know, he spit on it and literally stood in his stance. Well, the pit stood in his stance, didn't put the bat down, didn't swing, stayed right there because he knew exactly what what Suter was doing. It's like it completely messes guys' timing up. It's great to watch because it's so different than what you see in relievers who come out and throw 98 miles an hour, and he's just out there being quirky and weird. He's the same guy on the mound that he is off the mound. So it's just, I I love it. Love it. All right, where are we at next? Hold on. We have to take a break because I need another beer. And well, well, aren't we all gonna have them at the same time so I can show you that I do you have to finish of, one or are you guys way behind? All right, well, I guess Justin's the only one that hasn't finished one. Nice I work, Justin. All right, we'll be back in a second. All right, well, we're is back my, again. Is my mic uh, still working? Your mic is still working. Now, hold on, before we now, let's open this and because we should congratulate Travis on. Not actually waiting yep you didn't you didn't prematurely bust your load all right three two one very good so before we go any further um travis you and i have to absolutely give a shout out to mrs Groyle because uh, my mom your mom i mean for so many reasons what's your mom's first name uh debbie debbie is she how is she spelled deborah She's got to be Deborah, right? Yeah, D E B R A. Okay. Acceptable? Well, it is. Uh, it's just, it brings up a story that I was going to tell and I really can't tell. Wow. Yeah. It's my past employer. It's a great story, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, um, by the way, I'm very happy to be friends with Deb Groyle on Facebook. She likes, Are you? yeah, she likes a lot of my posts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. My mom likes a lot of people's posts. Well, she likes a lot of mine as well, so. I'm just saying. Well, what can I say? <laughs> Would she be a potential guest, or is she more into the making of cool stuff? I, I think she will probably make us more cool stuff. Right. So what, what Deb Groyle made us is these fantastic fabric um, coasters with our logo, the Three Brews In logo, and it says baseball, beer, and buffoons. So our tagline is exactly what we're all about. I wish it said baseball, beer, and two buffoons. Are you... Saying you're not. Well, what the hell do you think, you two? I mean, I'm the only thing that keeps this fucking thing together. Oh God! All right. Well, we're at that point, I guess. Um, so please extend our most heartfelt thanks to Mrs. Groyle for giving us these. Yeah, these these are you. actually fantastic. No, yes, they're awesome, awesome, and I, I thank you very much. Deb. I will thank her privately well, later. Deb will. Deb will. Oh, yeah. Because he's will, my mom. Will Deb <laughs> listen to this at some point? I bet she probably. Probably at some point. Um, so the, allow me to digress for a minute and tell you a weird story about moms. <clears throat> so, friend of mine. I and, had some weird stories about your mom. Well, so do a lot of people. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure she'll be fine with that. Yeah, she, she doubled down. She doubled down. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. I did. Oh, yeah. Is she at the age where she kind of thinks it's cool, though? 
Yeah, she probably would. All right. Like, hey, you said you talked about me in the podcast. Uh, sorry, mom, but yeah. uh, so what, what for sex? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, one of my buddies in in high school, he he was the the stay in Shatek kind of guy. Didn't go on to anything. Just stayed in the area. Lived with his parents well beyond high school. So. He started dating the mom of a guy that was one grade higher than us. Dick oh, ass. Yeah. And is his name Dale or Doug by chance? <laughs> <laughs> no. Kurt. No. Kurt. All no. Right. no. He was. Uh, well, I'm not gonna go in. I'm not gonna go into it. I'm not oh, going into wow. the details. No but, kidding. Yes. That yeah. Is- and, and the weird thing is, so these, so he's one of those guys where you're friends with in middle school, and as you grow up, you start to realize, yeah, Ooh. not really compatible as we grow into adulthood. Like, oh, you know, the names are going through my mind right now. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah. and, and he became friends with this other guy who was a year ahead of us, who was one of the bigger losers in the high school, and just bigger you know, than you? way bigger than me, oh. way bigger than me. So. But he didn't walk upright. <laughs> <laughs> I like hot dogs. <laughs> so, yeah. So two years after high school, you know, these guys become friends. They, they were friends. And we find out that my friend is dating this guy's mom. Oh, yeah. How do you oh, react to that? I mean, I was like 21 when we learned about this. It's like. That's well, well, what was your initial response? I, I believe it was the same as yours. Like, sure. what? Well, I went with awesome. Yeah. <laughs> was that, was that okay. okay. Let, let me say this is not the kind of mom that you would want. Oh, this is oh, not Stace, yeah. This is not Stacy's mom. Oh, okay. you know what I'm talking about? All right. Fair I, enough. Fair so enough. I, I forget the part of the story where you said you're in Chicago. Yeah, oh yeah. So for our Utah Again. followers and the couple that are in New York City where they have this imag- like this image yeah. in their mind. This idyllic this. image of oh, yeah. a no. small Wisconsin oh, yeah. town. No. Shatek, you're in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Your population is 2000. several hundred. 2000. Okay, 2000. So um, anybody who is anything has not lived in Shatek, uh, doesn't live in Shatek anymore. Oh, there's a very good chance her stomach was hanging down below her vagina. So like a fuba? Is that what they call I'm it? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. So, that... so get get like that uh, that like porno out of your head. Oh, it's this not a MILF. There's no MILF situation no going on here at all. No. no. Right. She there is a decent possibility that she's smoking a heater and so is like her third roll in her stomach. There's absolutely 100%. You, right. you lift up a roll somewhere and you can find a you'll dinner pro- from 1997. You'll probably find a quarter pounder with cheese underneath one of those rolls. I yeah. need to tell a story. God damn it. I Please. Have to. The place I used to work for, this is over 25 years ago. There was a person in town that, uh, how do I goddamn tell this? I can't. Shit. Okay. Do you need a minute? I don't know if you can. I can. I can. This person went to the hospital and had x-rays taken and was getting prepped for x-rays because this person had a lot of medical problems. And the x-ray tech unrolled one of eight or unrolled the fat roll and found a partially eaten Twinkie. 
and said person said to the staff members, quote unquote, oh, that's where that went. True story. What? True story circa 1995. What? Uh, yes. I think I was okay divulging the information I divulged. Oh, God. I was joking about the quarter pounder under the roll. Estimated weight six to seven hundred pounds. No, I know, I know I'm running. I know I'm running a risk of violating some kind of oh my god, morbidly obese. You know. Oh, we don't have whatever. to be sensitive to that. Well, I, I think our listeners, especially the ones in Utah, will will understand that at that point eat your fair game. But um, yeah, it. Absolutely verified true story, partially eaten Twinkie, which is bad enough. That in itself is a 9.5. But you raise it to a 10 when you say, quote unquote, oh, that's where that went. Because it happened. Oh, I'm really. I'm. I'm I, 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 I don't know. I don't. Yes. So, I mean, I, and I didn't want to get into that, but I think we went. I think we went down that road, right, with this attack or whatever. Well, it started with us thanking Justin's mom for making us a coaster. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of went off the rails. And Deb, D E B R A. I'm sorry. Thanks, Deb. We really, really appreciate the coaster, and I will never look at a and Twinkie here, the same here, way and again. And here's another good way to look at this: God. the odds of the 700-pound woman 25 years later being yeah, alive. Yeah, being alive are less than five percent. Because I just did some statistical analysis on uh, my sheet of paper here. I'm honestly surprised at that weight that she would have an unaccounted for Twinkie. When you are dealing with several Twinkies and Ho-Hos and Swiss cake rolls and any number of that cheap-ass 99 cents, all you can grab for a box stop, uh, I can see where you could lose one. I but, could. But I'm surprised that she would realize that she lost one. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... As it's all oh, going oh, in. that's where that went. Oh. That is amazing true story. Most stories get embellished to some degree. That isn't. And if you knew this person, I've seen her a couple, three times. Yeah, that absolutely happened. There's no way that doesn't come across your mind like every time you See have a drink. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah, I started eating Swiss cake rolls. <laughs> I, never, I, I haven't eaten a Twinkie since. How could I? How could you? How could I? Oh, Although, Lord. whenever you think you've got a couple extra pounds and you go through the blank blank health initiative thing, sure. you're like, oh, shit, I'm fine. Yeah, right. I'm fine. Never lost a Twinkie in a fold. No, my folds aren't big enough to lose a Twinkie. Right. I could lose a couple, like, Smarties or a Spree, but not a Twinkie. <laughs> Should we talk about baseball? Justin, you seem a little we, uh, we have a lot catatonic at this here. point. Yeah, let's, let's go on a little bit of baseball. I'm just going to... Go down to, because it really needs to be talked about. Do you good, Justin? Or I need a minute. You need a minute. Oh, I think he's seizing here, but maybe he's uh, like catatonic. Seems to have a Fitbit, so he can't be. <laughs> no, they, it hasn't oh. called nine one one yet, so we're all. Oh, that's good. All right, all right. Let's Thank get God. Let's get back to let's get back to baseball for a minute. Um, I I do want to talk about about Devin Williams in all honesty, because my gosh, guys. If you're talking about if Devin Hader or Devin Hader, if Josh Hader is expendable or not, if Devin, oh, why do I keep oh doing this? God's sakes, I, I cracked a couple beers early. Yeah, if 
Devin, our, our whole show is baseball, Josh. You're embarrassing yourself. Very and sorry. Us. Very sorry. If if Devin Williams is the real deal, then Josh Hader could potentially be an expendable guy that you could trade. Okay. Now this is a little bit old information, but I'm gonna say this. So at one, this is probably a week ago. Devin Hader, when you talk about just Devin Hader, stop God that. Fuck it. No, we're moving. No, but listen. I want to move on. I'm calling it quits. No, we're done. Right. I think we need a break. We need to take. No, a break. we don't we need just to take a break. a break. We're just not talking about Some, yeah. something. Something has can to change. Can you please pick something else off the itinerary? And what we can maybe can we talk about? Can we talk about uh, jerseys now? Please. Can we talk about jerseys and go back to? Devin Williams, Williams and Josh Hader later. God, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. I mean, Go Christ, ahead. One of them's got thank, your name, for God's sake. Thank you, thank you yeah, for breaking right. me out of my Twinkie catatonic state yeah. there because I don't blame you. I want to punch you in the nose now. How about the jaw? Break his jaw. I, there is nothing about your face right now that I don't want to punch. Mm, very punchable face. He's got great hair though. Look at him. Thank you. He's got some kind of crazy. What is that? Semen. Brohawk. Is it a brohawk? Yeah, really? a little bit. Yeah. No, it's not uh, a brohawk because it's not a brohawk. You're a tool. No, oh, shut up. You're not a douchebag. You're a tool. So it's not a brohawk. I'm sorry. I actually have hair. My hairline's not receding. <laughs> yeah. Travis. That's right. I, I got the worst hair on earth. <laughs> well, you want to go on to jerseys? Why don't you guys take it away so I can collect myself? Travis. Yeah, I'll take this. So, Jersey's near and dear to my heart. Um, just, for, just for clarification, we're looking at favorite jerseys. Christ, let me talk. So, this is near and dear to my heart because a um, little personal thing here. I have a collection of game-worn Major League Baseball jerseys, and I have a minimum of two game-worn um, jerseys from every MLB team. But, that's not... Wow, really? Seriously? <laughs> so what's a... <laughs> Would you tell us more about your personal collection, Trav? Wait a little backdrop, not trying to be a bragger. I wanted to be a bragger. Well, we can be going for a few hours. But I'm not. So please what's a, please so continue. What's, so what's a, you know what? If you just let me go for a little while, then you can then you can weigh in, whether it's stupid, great, or middle of the road weigh in. But just let me talk, and I'll, I'll do the same for you, okay? By all means. Fucking at home. <laughs> so what makes a good jersey? There's a couple things. Number one, you look at the throwback stuff. First and foremost, Dodger home jersey. You can't beat it, my opinion. All of this is under the Budweiser, Miller, Chevy, Ford lens, right? But there's some that I think it, it, they're kind of hard, hard to argue. So Dodgers home, um, San Francisco, or, yeah, San Francisco home, St. Louis home, Dodger pinstripes, got as much as you, you hate the city. I mean, cool as hell. Dodger pinstripes? Does the Dodgers Did I have... say Yankee? I thought you said Dodger. I, I thought it said Yankee, but we'll, when we go through this, whatever, Yankee pinstripes, okay. Dodger home. A um, couple others. Um, most of the, all these are home because the white, they're just, they're cooler in my opinion. So we're talking about uh, Tigers also. Um, what, get into that, and I love the Braves. Um, the, the newer, like the current Braves you're talking, or? 
something more historical, I guess. I mean, okay. Yeah. So then we get into a, a couple of uh, um, maybe surprises for a lot of people. Nobody talks about the Mets pinstripes. They're Mets. I like them. I really do like them. I like them a lot. And they are sharp the, looking. The one jersey, and it's hard for me to say it, but when you talk about either road or alternate jerseys, the Minnesota Twins red with that gold, that is so cool. Yeah. It's great. Oh, by the way, the Brewers are off my list for, for, for obvious reasons. Right. So let's talk about some dog shit stuff. Uh, let's go back to number one, Pirates hats. Never should have been allowed. Oh. Oh, Never should have yes. been allowed. You're talking about the black with a little pinstripe thing looking the, thing? The, I the, think the, the they thing had. It's not even a baseball hat. It's more yeah. like a miner's hat. Yeah. Yep. Not even that. Just a stupid, stupid idea. It's like if Josh uh, came up some, with something for a, a design for our podcast <laughs> hat. Yeah. So the Astros, the multicolor, orange, yellow, whatever, Jesus, oh my God. I mean, the throwback stuff, it's kind of cool because you wear throwback, but that's just never, never should have happened. White sock shorts, we all know white sock shorts was, oh, was yeah. an incredibly yeah. dumb, yeah. stupid thing. 1976. Padres. Oh all my God, <laughs> you cannot put the Padres brown and yellow. It's just not baseball color. Padres brown. And oh, by the way... When you go to a Padres game like I did, and I wore the blue new Padres jersey, and one third of the crowd is with the old stuff, and I'm with it, it's like, you know, at least the Brewers and most teams, when they change uniforms or the color scheme are similar, you go from brown and yellow to this bluish whatever. and They completely so, change their colors. Like, yeah, so, yeah. so in defense of the Padres' new management over 40 years, it, it's tough. You know, I, I give them credit because they, they did as much as they could with what they had to work with. How do you feel about the Padres camel jerseys? I'm not familiar with it. Oh, they're, yeah, they have their little alternate. They're not alternate. even alternate. Is it alternate or like a special event kind of thing when the no, Brewers you were the camel? Yeah, camel. Mean, that's a big military naval base in town down there. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, oh, Giants cream I wrote down. Giants are not a true white you yeah, know, home jersey, but it but it works for them. And there's other ones. I mean, like the Giants orange. Somehow, some way, orange works mm-hmm. for them. There's so many different opinions. Oh, goddamn the the socks hat. Remember when the socks hat was the big ass S O S the white socks. If you look at the old white socks hat, they couldn't be cooler. The 1930s, 20s, they had that little. As long as you only look at their hat and not the rest of their uniform. I know, I know. You know the thing about why, like, kids in high school like that socks, that diagonal socks lettering, right? You know there was one little um, white bar that you could Sharpie out, and it said sex? Good, good. No, that's perfect. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, good for them. I'm more mature than I thought I was. Um, one, One other thing is the Arizona... Um, when they first oh, came on board, damn it, everything, Jarvis, everything that was mine. How many well, are you here? I went first, and everything, but there's this big emphasis on kind of a desert theme and whatnot. It's like, oh, Christ, seeing Randy Johnson in some of those hats and whatnot. I think he killed a kitchen in one of them. He sure yep. did. But um, it is tough, and I, I will say this in closing. I could talk for a long time on this, but it's hmm. not fair to anybody. Number one, it's an opinion, but um, these teams that have been around for so long, it's no accident that 
the 120 year teams or whatever have just really embedded in themselves and the newer teams you really are are, are are at a loss to come up with something cool well you have to and the brewers by the way i'll branch it the new brewer shit somehow awesome. some way they pulled up something really good so good yep i got a feeling those are going to be around for a while i hope yes those are good but they're based on a theme of colors they're different but it's still it's you still roll that in yeah. right yep. it's yep. still iconic and it still does not differentiate. It's not Padres, orange and yellow versus blue. And yes, there are other teams. I mean, you go, you can go to the Diamondbacks game, and you're in that red and gold or whatever, and you could be sitting next to somebody in a teal. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, this is crazy. Right. And the, the well, the, no, the, I'm going next. Oh yeah, by all means, go ahead. You no, do need to redeem yourself. Yeah. I right. need to redeem myself. No. I, I, one of you two does. Josh I'm not sure does. which one. No, Josh is gonna wait because he needs more time to think about his Devin Hader. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's why we're here right now. Yeah. So uh, my most favorite, and again, we're gonna throw Brewers out of this because yes. we can't talk about that. Uh, current, it's it's going to be the iconic look of the Yankees and the yeah. uh, the iconic look of the Cardinals. Even though I hate the Cardinals, we're on the same page, brother. It's yeah. there. That is a timeless jersey. That if they ever ever change away from that i will quit my affiliation of liking the uh major league baseball altogether it's a bold statement my my least favorite current and i can say uh yeah i can say without doubt the pirates and when yeah. i look back at the pirates uniforms throughout history uh i don't think there's a good good decision that's ever been made go ahead travis pirates College, high school names. What is a pirate? It's a naval mercenary that steals shit. Corsair, who a buccaneer who kills whatever. Some way pirates have escaped this wrath of whatever. It's like pirates, really. And the buccaneers, oh. by the way, Tampa. Yeah. So you're saying the the politically the, name, the political? How has the pirates? Escape all this. A pirate. Air piracy. Pirates are really bad people that murder and take other people on board to help them plunder and murder for hundreds of years. I just just a thought. I don't oh, know. I never you, thought you, of that. I, I never that, thought of that before. Yeah, nobody has. I don't really think that's okay. Oh, by the way, the Tampaneer Buccaneers, Seton right. Hall Pirates, and there's others. There's a shitload of high schools. It's like you know your your mascot's a, a really bad murderous thing, and right. that's okay. So okay, or a, thank you. Yeah, sure, a marauder, a raider, even. There's that, nothing yes. good about piracy. Yeah. Oh, no. Gosh. All right. All right. I, I think I raised some social awareness, which which every once in a while at three brews in we will do. <laughs> no, we won't. Actually, I think it's a part of our. No, no politics. Mm -hmm. no. That is not political at all. I was very careful. Okay. Because all right. yep. oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> has anybody ever thought of that? It's so, pirates. So we're gonna right. let's go back to my most favorite throwback uniforms. Okay. Since we can't talk about the Brewers and the right. '70s and '80s, you know, blue and gold, um, I will go back to uh, one of my favorite throwback uniforms in which Travis hates is the 70s Astros. When I look at that jersey, I think, yeah. yes, 
that that's right on par with the orange creamsicle buccaneers yes i i love it i'm huge and it's because i wasn't alive in the 70s so when i go back and i look at those uniforms i'm like yeah that's fucking cool travis might be having a seizure right now i'm not having a seizure i just disagree but the whole thing is the whole thing is opinion so okay carlos gomez is shaking his head right now so it's it's funny i'll let you continue but i want to say travis you're right it is opinion because i did research on this because i can't sit there and come up with the worst uniforms off the top of my head i'm sorry i can't so I Googled it, and how many articles I saw, you know, like 10 in the last, like, two years, you could almost flip yes. the favorite for the for the best, yeah. and, and who likes them and who doesn't, and the ones that are set, uh, the worst on one list are the best on the other list. I get it. it yeah. is almost... That, that's true. So... So, in my... my continuing no, and, and that's what I said, I'm not, I'm just, yeah. not, not me. In, in, in the continuation of my favorite throwback uniforms, uh, uh, we're going to look at the 1970s Montreal Expos. Oh, the red, white, and blue. Yeah. The, it's just that. Awesome. Yeah. The awesome. Fantastic. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw a shout out to a, a Twitter account. Right. Uh, that's uh, 70 Sports. Super 70 Super Sports. Super 70 Sports. Uh, they they uh, uh, he highlight. champions that cause. Yeah. They highlight the Expos, the 70s Expos uniforms a lot. They're fantastic. Yep, and they've grown on me since I considered them. But had I thought of it, I think they would have. Oh, they were great picture. Andre Dawson and yes. Gary Carter. Gary Carter. 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 Yep. For God's sakes, uh, uh, yeah. Vlad Guerrero wore right. a wore a Expos uniform. He sure did. They were really good. They were sharp. Cool uniforms. Yep. Really good. Least yep. favorite. Least favorite. Current. Uh, well, I talk about current the Pirates. Yep. Uh, <laughs> former. Uh, when the Tampa Bay Devil Rays mm. were. Uh, oh, yes. were brought into Inception, and they had that disgusting, or they had white, but they, they had a devil, an actual devil yes. ray across yeah. the front with with uh, uh, devil rays written across. Cascading like, colors. It was cascading colors. Oh, just yeah. disgusting. And I saw a picture, I, I believe it Wade Boggs wore that jersey. Yep. And I looked at that, and I thought, I Wade think they Boggs had the entire devil ray on there. Oh, they yes, did. They, they, they had the whole the ray. Tail, and it was... It was yep. I mean, who was part of that? I mean, at no time was that good. That was just not subtle. It wasn't. It, it was bad. It was. And, and thank fairly, you for bringing that up. Fairly yeah. shortly after, I mean, they didn't. Yeah. They weren't the double rays for a long time. They right. turned to the rays. Became the rays fairly quick. And you can see right. why they became the double rays. I mean, I, I get why you name your team the double rays. I like that. I like that rays, name but, a lot. The double rays. I love that name. And, but you also knew the minute you named them the double rays. It would become the race, and that's acceptable. It's no dissing anyone. You just yep. for shortening it. Yep. Uh, the yeah. next, the next one I dislike the seventies, uh, late seventies Phillies, all red, red pants, red jersey <laughs> with the white stripe <laughs> up the side. Don't even just, remember. They're oh, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Like bad. a deep it red, looks, like a maroon almost. Oh, wow. And it was like head to toe. Yeah, it was it really was like bad. bad end of a tampa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it just gross. It yeah. was a bad uniform. And then. Uh, uh, the uh, Florida Marlins, the '90s, early '90s Florida Marlins, the teal with the the teal, and they had the F with the dolphin. The uh, Marlin, lo- yeah, the Marlin, yeah, yeah. just the, the look, uh, just bad, yep. bad. I saw Craig Council a couple of those. Oh, just disgusting. That's right. And well, he had his greatest moment in that uniform. You remember? Red. Yeah. You can still picture him crossing home. Yep, uh, sure can. Off of bad. Edgar Renteria's bat, I think. I think. So. Charles Nagy, I think, was a pitcher. Anyway. 
I digress. Go ahead. I've actually got uh, a non-game-worn <laughs> Marlins jersey, which fits that perfectly. I'm like, it's ugly. God, that's bad. It's looking bad. bad. But it's history. And right. It is. Yeah. So there's, there's that. Those are mine. Is that it? No, I have a solid list. And you brought up a couple things that I had never thought of. For, number one, the Phillies. Yeah. Um, which was, oh, yeah. I'll pull up a picture. I mean, there's so, most of them fit into kind of a an opinion where le- legitimately people can disagree, but some are so dog shit bad that it's like you know what? There's, when you're not Pete Rose. Oh, man. Now it comes back. That yeah. that I'll, shouldn't be allowed on a field. You you can. That, let, that's like that. That's like uh, yeah. Oof. All right. Oof. All right, I'm going to try to take the microphone again and not completely screw this up. Yeah, I'll keep going. So the, my, the only way you cannot screw it up is, is if we don't listen. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm sorry, Devin Hater. My God. My God. You're not even that drunk. I'm not. I'm just, I'm embarrassed is what I am. All right, so my, my worst, least favorite throwback uniforms have already been mentioned. And at the top of my list was the Diamondbacks. And Travis mentioned the the color scheme of them. Do you want to get off your phone, or do you want to get in the podcast right now, Justin? I'm um, dealing with uh, child issues, and um, I'm trying to not pick up on mistakes that you make here so that I don't have to rip into you too much. If you have child issues, by all means, go ahead. Otherwise, I'll wait until Travis gets done, probably peeing on the other flap of my jersey right now. By the way, do you, so while he's gone, do you think that when he peed on my flap, do you think his first thought was, oh, I better confess this, or his thought was, do you think Josh will notice? No, there was about 45 seconds worth of debate that said, right. um, should I tell him, should I not tell him, do you think I get away with it, do you think I could just accidentally leave with the shirt on and then give it back to him later? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there, this was like 17th on the list. He probably stared so, so at the mirror at himself. part of what you were saying. Yeah. Do you have a question for me? No, I'm good. Where are we at? You're talking jerseys, right? Yeah. So you mentioned the the old school Diamondbacks oh, when when they awful, when they first came in, awful, and awful. and the color scheme by all means was atrocious. But what really what really like capped it off for me was they weren't even jerseys. They were the the vest oh. things. Yeah, yes. like the Rockies did for a while. Yes. The Rockies did. The the Reds did it. The well, red. The, yeah. Yes. Barry Larkin in his little vest type weird thing, whatever the hell that was. Awful. It was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, we all know, yeah. I mean, we all get that Arizona is a hotbed for, you know, um, preseason, you know, spring training stuff, but come on. Maybe they shouldn't have had a pro team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I do have a story about leaving Arizona. Let's save that for the next one. The, okay. the whatever name they call it now. Okay. I'll probably have my daughter Ellie as a guest because it's oh, her worst dad moment ever. She, she'd love it. She's been to 28 out of the 29 stadiums with me. But this Arizona trip we made in 2017, when we got lost leaving the stadium. I'm going to have her tell the story. Yeah. Good. And it sounds really, really bad. It's not quite as bad from my end as you might think, but it's a great story. Oh, all right. Yeah, she still brings it up. Oh, jeez. I can't wait to have Ellie on the broadcast. That'll be, that'll be a good time. Yeah. All right. So my favorite old school um uniform was almost anything the orioles wore when they had the cartoon oriole the 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 smiling oriole with the the cap but what i don't think ever showed up on their uniforms and i could be wrong because i'm not a scholar of oriole uniforms was that 
that cartoon Oriole swinging that massive yes! bat. Yes, yes, I know. Loved it because that was like because the, the Cardinals had the the, uh, the yeah. two birds balancing on the bat, but the the Orioles took it a little bit step further and had that guy just swinging for the fences. I love that, and maybe a, a little bit prejudiced because my first little league team was the Orioles, yeah. so of course hey, I looked hey, up yeah. to them. But seeing that that cartoon, we were the white, white Sox, and we were red uniforms, by the way. So it makes whole sense. So clear, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, seeing that that cartoon Oriole winding up with that massive bat just makes me smile anytime I see it. I absolutely love it, and that black and orange, the same as the the Giants, that works together. It that, works together, and I think it's a little bit of the redheaded stepchild thing with the. With the Yankees and Red Sox in that division, those poor bastards. Right. That's an uphill battle for them. I, yeah. I get the the, the the other teams, but uh, yep. You know, I'm I'm a Ripken fan, and you know they they have some sure. history, but you know they're they're they will always kind of be in that. They're I kind the, of see them as the Wisconsin Badger football program compared to Michigan, Michigan and Ohio State. State. It's like, what do you have to do to be on par? So. Right. Yeah. You'll never you'll never be able to match the history, no matter how far how far. It no goes. matter what. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, so my, my current... Um, those, are, those are good. Those yeah, are good, yeah. Thanks. So the, the current um, uniforms that I really just hate are the Miami Marlins. Uh, I mean, they're so yeah. just black. I mean, I think they're trying to sprinkle in some color or something, but they're just... It's a battle for these newer teams, and I brought it up before. I, I you know, I, 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 I cut them some slack because it's so hard to put together something good. Cut them some slack, too, because there's only, like, 3,500 people that ever watch their games at home. So. Yeah, um, the ones that I that I current or the one that I currently like, and I, I don't know why I like it, is the the Tampa Bay Rays yeah. alternate light blue jerseys. Oh That's yes, yes. And I don't Very normally good. like is, that. Is light... it that little bit of sunshine thing? Yep, where it's got the, the little right... starburst or whatever like right in the good R. Description. I think. That's really nice. Yep, yeah. and I like that light blue because they didn't go with the powder blue of the old Cardinals or the Brewers or the Twins. Yeah. It's this kind of light blue that is just for whatever reason they never wear that I've seen all that color. It's with like white pants and with that kind of light blue. I really think that looks sharp and. I like it. And, so, and, I, and I think the color for the whole, you know, water thing, it's Florida. It's Tampa, yeah, right. It's, it's, it's Tampa. It should be that. It, it fits well. Yep. Yeah. So, did we cover uniforms? Are we good that way? Yeah. All right, sweet. Let's take a quick little break, and we'll be right back. All right, we are back. Ready to go, Travis, before you mess this up. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yeah, I took some of them away. I didn't want you to knock them out on my floor. Sorry, I don't trust you. Not at all. Fair statement. Yeah. All right, so we've covered our favorite, least favorite uniforms, throwback, present, all that. Travis, this uh, next topic is your baby, so I think you want to do this. Our unreasonable fear. Shut up, Jesse. I had a... I had a thought the other day that whether this becomes a um, um, a topic for every podcast or it's a one-off, I don't know. But I think everybody has an unreasonable fear or hatred or something. Because maybe, maybe not everybody wants to admit a fear. Sure. I'm mad enough to do it. I'm comfortable with it. I hope that, you know what, I'm going to change it right now. It's an unreasonable fear. 
Um, whether it continues or not, I don't know. But here you go. Here's my fear. I'm afraid of hot air balloons. <laughs> and I want to explain it to you. I'm not afraid of hot air balloons. Well, you just... <laughs> Let me finish. I'm not afraid of hot air balloons attacking me or falling out of the sky or hurting me. Or a guy in a black mask dropping like little smoking cannonballs out of them or... <laughs> I'm afraid of riding in a hot air balloon. I'm not afraid of flying. I fly a lot. I think flying's cool. I despise and fear the thought of getting in one of those carriages or canopies or whatever the fuck they call it, and some guy that's had one week of training, and you are dependent. It's Josh, if Justin, I'm listening. You're not really though. Anyway. <laughs> You're afraid I, of not of dependent. You're not, you're not afraid of flying because you fly all the time. You're and definitely cool. not of uh, dastardly fellows. No, dastardly you know what? Fellows you know what? Maybe, 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 I'm, maybe I'm just man enough to, to talk about this. And I don't know what kind of fears you guys bring up, but here's my fear. I called it an unreasonable fear. So the whole premise is it's dumb. Okay, so roll with me. All right. You get up there in those things with those borderline trained people and you are dependent on the wind as far as where you land and the all of the really I just I, I I'm not comfortable with it you don't have wings you don't have ailerons you don't have rudders you don't have all the things are in a motor oh god let's talk about a motor why the goddamn hell do you want to go up in a hot air balloon can they control them at all like the direction at all? Well, I'm not sure. I know it's very wind dependent, and it's certainly dependent on your 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 source to keep the, the, the hot air in the balloons. I would much rather risk a plane that's lost all four of its four engines and doing a crash landing versus an uncontrollable thing into, into a power lines. So that is my hot air balloon. Unreasonable I have a fear of it, an unreasonable fear. I think it's not unreasonable. I think I'm. I think I'm ahead of the game. Well, I think everybody should be afraid of them. Have you ridden in a hot air balloon before? Never, and I never will. Would never. you rather parachute or ride in a hot air balloon? Oh, that's a Ooh. great question. A great question. Ooh. Um, ride in a hot air balloon. Wow. Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. Oh, are you talking alone or with a tandem with someone? Tandem with someone. I would tandem with someone before I would get in a hot air balloon under any circumstances, but I do not trust myself to parachute alone. That's a good idea because I would not trust you to parachute alone either. No. And I say that with all affection no. and... Because knowing you, you would pull the chute too early and then you wouldn't be able to stop. Right. I would pull it and the chute would, 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 would be in the, the prop of the four-engine airplane. <laughs> <laughs> if I were jumping from a C-130, but it would probably be a... Yeah. No, I would, I would fuck it up almost sure as shit. So. Yeah. But hot air balloons, I don't know why they, they have the popularity they have, and I think they should be grounded. All right. Justin, uh, have you ever been on a hot air balloon, by the way, Justin? I have not. Neither have I. 
Uh, you know why well, you haven't? Me, because me, you're afraid of them and you're afraid to admit it. Let me rephrase That's why. That. I've been in a basket of a hot air balloon before, but never one that left the ground. Well, that is, go I, I, I can't tell you how impressive that is. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. That is amazing. I've, I've stood inside of the like three square yard basket of a hot air balloon. Before. It's like saying I put my hand on the yeah. on the wheel of an yeah. F-15. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's not. It's I, like I, saying I, I sat in an F-15 that never took off. Yeah. Well, sorry. I was inside of it. Like, yeah, I was, I was, I was oh, outside God. of an SR-71 <laughs> at the Udner hosny Center at Dulles, and I, I, I could have piloted the thing, but I didn't want to because I was too full because I ate at the McDonald's at the Smithsonian. Jesus, Justin. What are you scared of, Justin? What, what is, is unreasonable what is, for you? Just throw it out here. Ticks. Okay. I'm unreasonably afraid of ticks. What ticks? I don't know if that's unreasonable because that killed mm -hmm. a lot of people. Well, stuff. no, it, it's just the, the fact that they're there. And yeah. well, so it takes a lot for a wood tick to be embedded into you. And then it and takes the a lot. Thing. Yes, it, yeah. it takes a lot. So it's not like uh, you get bit or, or, or a tick embeds itself into you and it's instantaneously creating an issue. For me, just seeing a tick like crawling on an outer layer of clothing that I've got is yeah. to the point yeah. where I'm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story. And I was sitting in a, a vehicle with uh, with a, a friend that we know. Um, Art is his name. Okay. So oh, who could ever put that together? So uh, <laughs> so he uh, we were we were we were searching for something along the side of a highway one time, and I went and sat down. <laughs> Sat down in the car that we were driving in, <laughs> and and one of those ticks happened to be like crawling on the seat right next to me. It took everything in my power to like grab a piece of paper that was on the in the side pocket to pick it up and chuck it outside. And I may have told him at that time I have an unreasonable fear of ticks, and luckily he never used it against me. But it was. I saw the thing crawling, and I can sit there, and a bee can like fly in my face, land on my nose, and I have no problem with it. Here we, here we go. Really? When, no, I, when I said I'm not afraid of flying and stuff, that's the equivalent. Oh, I have no problem with all these other things. So that's just level playing field. Right. Sure. Nobody needs to explain how tough they are because we all know we're incredibly tough, and right. Right. strong, and virile males. But I will sit there, and there will be a paper wasp nest outside of my front door and I will wait till sundown and I will watch that thing as I spray it full of raid oh, and no. see the thing drop to the ground and Feels die. Good, doesn't it? Yeah. And, but I can't, the thing that is substantially smaller than that and will take so much longer to embed itself into me and even if it bit me I probably wouldn't know until I actually looked and saw that there was this thing attached into my skin and it's like neck deep into my body. I think that's time. exactly what I was looking for when I brought up wow. this topic. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. I, I think that was kind of cathartic for you, wasn't mm -hmm. it? Thank I you feel for, better. You have that look. I feel better. Okay. Thank you for using that word because that's exactly what I was thinking. It's very cathartic to get it these was. kind of I, I see really it in weird... his eyes. And and I'll tell you something, Justin. I feel like a um, real man. Your your fear of, of ticks is not um as unreasonable as you think, because I oh. had almost Lyme's disease in high school. It, 
Okay. And I say almost slimes because whatever it is that they test for, like in your blood, I, you, you know, I was like borderline, not quite limes, but I got Bell's palsy, which is when your muscles oh, freeze. Yeah. So the right side of my face froze up. So when I smiled, and I still do it when I smile, one oh, side yeah. goes up. One well, side goes up high. It's, I, it's hard, shit. It's hard don't, to tell. Don't, because... don't. Um, I know you're, I know what you're going to say, but if I smile naturally, one side goes up a little bit higher gotcha. than the other one. And it happened during football season. They said, yeah, you can do all the conditioning, but you just can't hit. Which, tell that to a junior in high school. Right. That, yeah, you can do all the conditioning drills, but you can't hit anyone. That was a problem, right? Yeah. Nice. Um, so, I'll... I'll I'll go on to, to my unreasonable fear, yeah. which is just as unreasonable as all of you. Moths. Oh, boy. Oh, this yes. This could take the cake. I'm calling it early. I am terrified of moths. Big I moths, am, small moths, all moths. Doesn't matter. And I don't know what it is about them, but I'll say that the gypsy moths, those massive things of the lambs. that are like the size of sparrows, I will run from the lawn chair like a little schoolgirl if I see one fluttering around me. That's and, fantastic. And I have justified this in my mind awesome. for, for this reason. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. You're welcome. So when you smash a moth, okay, what comes out is dust. Mm. There's no juice or anything. Moths, like, disintegrate into this weird powdery substance, okay? Like a mummy? Undead butterflies. I am convinced that moths are undead butterflies. Have you ever looked into that? I love it. I don't know, but I have never like smacked a moth because when you smack a June bug, you get that smushy. Yeah. Yeah. How, do you, it's how do you feel about June bugs? I'm. I don't like them, but not like moths. Okay. I cannot handle a moth. So if you see me bolt away from a campfire, for a, a random reason, it's because one of those flappy little undead butterflies came swooping in and buzzed my ear. I am gone. I cannot handle those damn things. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. And I do feel better for sharing it. So thank you and for the topic, Travis. I think we absolutely are going to do that again. And I was, um, I think you folks judged me a little bit harshly initially, but I think when we moved on to the second and third, it's like, you know what? We all have some unreasonable things, and mm-hmm. I, I, I have to imagine almost every one of our listeners is like, "Okay, not that one. That sounds stupid." But I have blank, and it could it could look to us to be silly. So right, I, I think that's be honest. We're not we're in a shit time in our world right now. That's that's not trying to put up any false facades. We all have we all have some goofy stuff going on. Right, very good. Um, let's move on. Brent Suter is still banging away at that. Uh... Brent Suter ought to be on Mount Rushmore, by the um, way. Yes. Why isn't he? So I, I happen to pull up whatever live brewery game's on right now, and yep. I won't discuss what's going on, but they did show pan him to the uh, to the uh, bullpen, and it's only the fourth inning, and he is doing his tribal dancing and, and banging just on. Going the, out there, yeah, just oh, yeah. going on like crazy so out it's there. The, um, oh, I, I should have mentioned, I, I planned on doing this. I'm not, when we brought up the uni- or the jerseys or uniforms, for the first time, I'm not wearing a, a Brewer's jersey during our podcast. 
for, yeah, for the I, person. I, I know you did notice. And it's better than what you wore to the podcast today, isn't it, Travis? Obviously, but I he... forgot, and but you're at your own house and you still fucked up. Well, you borrowed a jersey from me and then pee on it. By accident. I don't care. So I'm keeping it and I'll pay you whatever you want and I'll replace it. It was a whoopsie. <laughs> what do you want? You want you you want me to put your kids through college for fuck's sake? <laughs> Just tell me what you want for the jersey. <laughs> I would like a little less disrespect about the fact that I chose to wear a non-Brewer jersey in that I wore an Eau Claire Express 4th of July game-worn jersey. And Ooh, who wore it for? I don't know. Number 18. Boy, no, yes. number zero. Oh, it this says is, zero. Oh, that's the, the zero one. Yeah, no, we got it. Yeah, says yeah, zero. We bought, we bought two. Right. We bought this, two. Yeah. Hold on. No, 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 no. Right. There's, there's a whole bunch of Brewer shit sitting around us right now. Two of which are like, there, there, are, three, right. there are three bobbleheads here. Uh, Storm and Gorman Thomas, oh, and two Carlos. One. There's a good one. Yeah. And two Carlos. I'll tell you what, Gorman Thomas uh, would be opposed to anything. Carl. Travis. Carlos Travis is wearing a Brewers jersey, albeit borrowed. Urine soaked. I would say urine. Urine soaked and slightly borrowed. Uh, I'm wearing a Brewers jersey with cap and a Brewers cap, and this is we Dude. we 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 advertise Dude. this. Uh, podcast as speaking about the Brewers. We're not like talking about the White Sox. As much as I like the Express. We're not talking about Jesus, what, the... What, 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 I don't get it. This, Josh. You're you're wearing a jersey of a team that there, it's theoretical that nobody that plays on that team next year makes it to the major leagues. What does that have to do with anything? It's the it's the Brewers, three Brewers in podcast. It's three Brewers in. We're not three Expresses in. We're not riding a railroad here. Jesus Christ. We're, not, want... we're not sucking down some tracks beer here. We're not whatever I, there. I no. still wore more baseball apparel here than one of the other members of our podcast. However, he's wearing more Brewers apparel during the podcast. I don't think you want to get in. I don't think you want to get into a battle of me wearing Brewers gear. No, it doesn't matter. I don't think you want to do it. My whole point of this was that this is the 4th of July jersey that the Express wore. And they... It's the... What day is it? Oh, God. You know what? I'm so... I'm September 2nd. We're about a month and a half. I don't care anymore. I'm not even going to go there. Where are we at? Where are we at? We're at Josh not... Being, no, 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 because we were day. we were going to add photographs to our social media accounts with all of us tonight, and we can't with Josh wearing. We'll do do nice I have to change? Class. No, we're taking a picture tonight. I'll go change if I have to because of you. I think you'll have. Yeah, to. You're going to have to. So that, you're going to let's move on. Let's make sure we take a picture. I'm all right. Ah, I think go on. Gruber, Someone else choose right? something because I'm just so annoyed with you guys. We're a grouper, right? Uh, well, we. There were a couple of things with the Devin Williams and Josh Hader that we wanted to talk about. Also, the up and down with Appleton. I don't know if you want to touch on that. Do you, do you uh, want to? Are we past that? Can I'm, we... I'm excited to see Bryce Touring and Ethan Small at some point when they become major league players. I, I was talking about guys that are in the, in the yeah, big... Yeah, those are two of them. No, 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 that are, have now made the team that we think are going to, like, get a call. I don't think, like, Bryce Turing and, and Probably Ethan Small okay. is going to get there. Like, guys yeah. that we've seen, like... No, I don't really care. All right, that's fine. Let's move on. Uh, except for the one guy that breaks everybody's hands. Oh, Phil Bickford. Bickford. Who looks like Josh Hader on meth. Yes, he does. He is. If, if Josh Hader went on a bender of meth for two weeks, and then you brought him back to the bullpen, that's him. Yeah. The falsely colored dyed uh, blonde hair, 
the it's longer, shadier, and his delivery is so fucked up that you think you only can be on map to throw the ball. At. It look he looks like Kid Rock. Oh, oh nice. He nice. does. Like oh he, my God, he does. Yeah. And he hit two guys in a row, broke his, one of them's hand his, last night. His very first major league uh batter that he faced. He broke his hand. Yeah. The second major league batter that he faced, he hit in the same spot. The same spot. And hand. happened to not break his hand. Right. And then struck out two. And then struck out two with and phenomenal. Then got, yeah. Well, we should bring it back. The uh, third batter, the very first pitch to him, went high and left yeah. to the backstop and yeah. allowed the two to advance. But. Yeah. Um, I, I will say though that the other guy that made his major league debut last night, um, mm-hmm. Justin Topa, yeah. who the Topa Cabana. Topa. So Topa shout out to, to Jeff Levering because if he he did the play by play on oh. TV last night, the normal radio guy for the Brewers, mm-hmm. and they listed Justin Topa has had a ridiculous route to the major leagues. He had all these weird teams that he played for and he only got oh, noticed yeah. he only got noticed on twitter on the pitching ninja because he went to some college workout facility and yes. threw some pitches and got a little following on twitter and then the brewer signed him so they listed all the minor league teams that he would played for jeff levering looked at all those teams and went i think i can name all those mascots and went and there was like nine teams and levering went boom 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 named all the mascots for these Wow. ridiculous minor league teams and I just I I like to think I know a little bit about like right. minor that was almost like savant like that he knew all those all, did you hear it at all or? I didn't hear it because I had turned off the game and discussed by that point sure but uh the, the thing with a lot of these color guys a lot of these commentators that more especially with radio but you know some of these uh, TV broadcast guys they come up in the minor leagues yes they 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 grind they, they grind yeah. they're I mean you see Brian Anderson he's this guy that is a, a nationwide TBS basketball he he was down in the minor leagues for years yes grinding yep. you know if you look at you know, any major league baseball player, there is some sort of grind that they do in the minor leagues. It's right. no different uh, with the radio announcers. Yep. Short of, like, ESPN bringing in Alex Rodriguez at some oh. point. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. But the, oh. the good ones that are truly, truly good and know what they're talking about and, and haven't played ball, really, mm-hmm. they grind through the minor leagues to get to that, that level. And he said, like, I know four of these teams or whatever because I spent how many years calling games in that league, right. which is, you know, whatever, God knows. And Jeff Levering's not a spring chicken. I mean, he's... I mean, he's been around. He's been around. Yeah. How, how old do you think he is? I'm Jeff Levering? Yeah. Early forties, late thirties. I'm sure he's been calling games since he's, he's literally been, been 19 years right old. Out of high school. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that was impressive. And I'll, I'll also say, uh, Justin uh, Topa, the guy that that was, Topa, Topa. That guy has gone through two Tommy John Tommy John surgeries. His two, and is still throwing 98 miles an hour. Which I have not gone through any Tommy John. Surgeries, but I beat Todd Johnson four to one in pickleball this morning. Good for Damn you, Travis. Nice work. You looking up Levering's uh, 
Page. Good. Uh, I mean, he got his start when he was about 20 years old. Well, I'm sure as a college kid calling whatever. So Jeff Levering was 31 years old in 2015. So he's 36. 36. So, I mean... Which is really, I, I think, kind of young to get a... It's really young. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because he's Euchre's, like, the heir apparent, apparently. Yes. And Euchre's gone through probably, what, five heir apparents? Yeah. You know, that you think are going to be the next guy, and Euchre's still hanging on. Yep. I mean... He's not but, just but, hanging but, on. But the day will come, and obviously... Sure. And he alluded that to or alluded to that as much in his uh, Bob Costas spotlight special, oh, really? where there was there will be a time in which he is not calling games, and it sounded like it wasn't going to be because of his death. Really, like he will step away. At well, some he's not point doing road games anymore. He's not doing road games. Yeah. Wow, that'll be a that'll be a sad time. The worst day ever. How old is he? He's eighty. Yeah, man. What a treasure. How's oh, that for an understatement, huh? Yeah. Treasure. Well, I mean, he is the... 86. He's the brewer icon. There's no one bigger well, in brewer... Well, I, I think you put him in a very short list across baseball, maybe top five for all time. Well, uh, from the beginning of the Brewers, from when right. Seattle Pilots moved to Milwaukee, Bob Euchre was the radio broadcaster. 50, 50 the voice years. of the Brewers. He's been the voice of the Brewers since the Brewers have been there. Yeah. And, and oh, by the way, he hasn't just been there and put in the time. He has been fantastic. And right. Neat. You, you, you could do that many years and just kind of you know, punish right. the time clock. No. So, say this. So, you, you guys like Vin Scully, who are, I'm, I'm not like dismissing them or anything. No, I'm not. But, but Vin is Vin. But he's been broadcasting for a team that is a national focus. Like, there's a huge market. Different, if if, yeah, if Euchre yeah. did some of those national broadcast games, though, back when, like, uh, Fox yeah. or NBC yes, or whatever, right. yes, he, did. He, did he, did. Those, he did those games. Right, and, but what I'm saying, though, he, ne he never deviated from no. the Brewer guy. Well, he's never. a Milwaukee guy. He was born and raised yeah, in Yeah, and as you said, he's had offers to go and, right. and go elsewhere. But if he, was, if he was a New York guy born and raised, and his personality in New York, he would be the best, the greatest play-by-play uh, the greatest radio announcer yeah, for any team ever. And, and, and oh, by the way, the marketing that came with that, and I mean, I understand the whole Mr. Belvedere yeah. stuff and whatnot, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, his marketing would have been 10 times his income for... Exactly. Oh, yeah. And even still, he, he was a national name because of, I must be in the front row. Just a bit outside. Right, outside. yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, where are we at? All right, I believe we're on to Gruber. <laughs> Whoops. <That> was... <laughs> I might have another one coming. You, that's what she that said. That's, ah! what she, that's what she said. That's what she said. Good job, Justin. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Travis, maybe you should choke up on it a little. That's what she said. Oh, you can't. You can't. No. All right. All right. I think we're on to Gruber. Gruber. So this is a time when we talk Explain about... Explain what Gruber is. Yeah. So we know who David Gruber is. One uh, cow. That's all. <laughs> Oh Are you bitch? Do we need to go on a break? Do you need it's a good thing I have a mask on. <laughs> Thank you for wearing that mask tonight. We do appreciate that. Uh, all right. So what we would rather do than listen to David fucking Gruber say one call, that's one all. One call, that's, that's all. all. Travis. 
wearing a hornet's nest on my head while peeing on an electric fence just before I shot a framing nail into my hand. Oh my god. Well, that's fantastic. That's good. That's that's and, and I'm right with you. I would do that as well rather than listen to that little pencil neck geek say his tagline. Um, oh, if he wants to sponsor us, we'd love to Oh, we would love to have him as a sponsor. It'd be just fine. I would... Now, Justin, maybe this will be before your time. I don't think so. But I would switch to drinking Zima for one week rather than listen oh, 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 to David Gruber. Is that seven drinking days or one week where you might just be going dry anyway? I don't have seven days where I might be going dry anyway. I don't have those. So it's seven drinking days. I will take I will take Zima. I will take seven days in Cancun in an all inclusive and only drink Zima before I listen to David Gruber. Oh my god. And and knowing Justin. and knowing Josh, that's wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. Um, so a, a season typically is 162 games. Yep. And we'll we'll listen to David Gruber every single one of those, on any multiple times. Yeah, on any Brewers game in which or any day that there would be a Brewers game, and I have to listen to one call. That's all. To replace that, I would rather be tested for COVID. Every rather, time he says it? Every, no, every day. Every single day, I would rather have seven inches of that thing <laughs> shoved up into my nose. Like, causing... you don't get seven inches shoved into an orifice every day anyway. No, I don't. It's not typically that. I, I don't think you're making a sacrifice. COVID. Oh, COVID. I would rather have a gigantic Q-tip shoved up into my nasal passage, barely missing my near brain, brain. Near your brain every single day. So I've been flu tested before. The yeah. flu test caused a nosebleed. <laughs> so I had a no like a blood clot in my sinus for that day. Every time I blew my nose, I had a nosebleed. So I'm assuming that the COVID test is going to be the same. So I'm typically saying I, I'm essentially saying I would have 162 days of a constant nosebleed oh, all right. than listen to one call that's all. Yeah, no, yeah. Fair enough. I, Great. I, I think I have to point out, I believe, Justin, that this is the second Gruber that you have preferred to have a Q-tip shoved into an orifice. Because I, I, so. I believe it is. Because I believe you once said you would have an SCV test in which a Q-tip is shoved into your urethra. Did I say that? Yeah, almost for sure. Oh my god, I don't even know. There's a a pattern here. Uh, I'm just, maybe, maybe maybe you think about having Q-tips into orifices? You're you're running out of options and maybe we... I apparently have an opposition of things being shoved into my orifice. (laughs) Unlike you, which you apparently are okay with, I apparently have an opposition. So, I think we're a Brewstivist. All right, we're a Brewstivist. Sure. Who's going to... You want me to start? I'll start with Brewstivist. We need to explain for the new listeners Mm -hmm. what it is. Brewstivist. Our airing of grievances for something that is sport-related. Right. The any old, sport related. Any, any sport, sport related. Not political. If you know Seinfeld, you know they have this the, the holiday of Festivus, right. and one of the uh, one of the main points of Festivus is your airing of grievances. So we're yeah. 
Travis is pointing oh, to I, the what? To the what do you mean? Area. Uh, so, oh. airing of grievance. My airing of grievance with sports right now, and I've had this conversation with somebody else already, so they will know when they're listening to this. But uh, so, because there are no fans in the stadium, uh, they've taken to this cardboard cutouts. Ah. Also, if you watch Milwaukee Brewers home games, they've placed an advertisement screen in the first row of uh, uh, over, uh, over on the left side of the screen. Yep, yep, yep. So every time I want to go over and look to see where front row Indy oh. is, I see David fucking Gruber. I see a Gruber advertisement. I see an advertisement for some bullshit that I don't care about. about Pyrotomy? I want to look at front row Amy, and I'm looking at an advertisement, and I get pissed off about it because I want to look at front row Amy, but front row Amy's not there. It's an advertisement, and it pisses me off the two innings a game that it's David Gruber's offer oh. because then I get one call, man, all in my head, yeah. and I feel like kicking a puppy. Yeah. And by the way, there, some of those um, commercials, he wears a little zip up. Yes. And did you notice it's zipped up all the that. way? Oh, yes. God. He, he also, zips it up all the way. Who the fuck zips he's, he's up? He's John Wayne Gacy. It, it, yes. You know, I think you can dial up a search warrant for his property, and reason for search warrant, probable cause is watch one of his ads. Uh, yes, and you would you would have fair game for everything he's ever touched. I also right. I so I saw one of the uh, shirts that he was wearing one time, and it had the cool like the uh, uh, Cream City brick with the M on it. And I like, I was looking, and I was like, okay, and whatever. So I was looking at Brewers Apparel at the time, and I happened to see this shirt, so I clicked on it, and it. Brought up sizes for women's clothing. Oh, 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 oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, Justin, you and I had this conversation. Travis, you probably didn't see this. The where they've done the Brewer alumni, where they get the old, oh, oh, oh yeah, the old Brewers <laughs> or people associated with the Brewers. Yes. You know, like hey, for guys, your, we're, we're missing you. Opening pitch, and then your like. Cheers to the Brewers around the seventh. Yeah, they say, hey, like Gorman Thomas was one of them. It's like, hey, you know, really missing. So uh, was, oh, so was Carlos Gomez. So was Carlos Gomez. Yep. Hey, missing you guys. Uh, cheering you on. Good to see you. And they always raise a beer. And for whatever reason, Gorman Thomas had a Peroni. And he did a, have a Peroni. An Italian beer. It's a real it beer. It's not a Zima. It, right, and it's owned Surprising. by. Surprising. So how does the. Uh, well, the point is that Gruber was one of them. He was. I, he didn't. He didn't take a drink of it though. He didn't take drink. a drink, and Justin, you swore that he was gassed. He, he was drunk, and so, that's bullshit. So he, so he, his hair was out of control. It was like poofed out. He's got the COVID hair. He's it got was, the quarantine it hair. It was worse than the quarantine hair. Yeah. yeah. It was. It was and like. He, I'm, I, I'm in the for middle. you, Brewers, and held up a, a mug of beer. So like, there's no way that guy is like drinking was, that beer. It was like he was in the middle of a five-day vendor. No. I, I, I think he was gassed. I don't think so. Right. Whatever. Anyway. Can, uh, I, I want to also bring up that Carlos Gomez was one of those guys. And, and he yes. was badass, and he drank the gigantic mug of beer that he had. Huge mug of it beer. It was at least 24 ounces. 
And then uh, uh, Bill Schroeder. Or was it Bakhtiari versus Rogers stuff? Oh no, it was, no. It was fantastic. And then and then nice. uh, Brian, uh, not uh, Bill Schroeder, Bill brought Schroeder. out that he was one of the most beloved uh, fan, fan, favorite. fan favorites in Brewers history, and everybody loved. And he, they were like gushing over. They were waxing guys. poetic about Carlos Gomez and all because Carlos Gomez is. Like one of the faces of the franchise, yep. that he was one oh, of the biggest. Really, like he was one the of the yeah. favorites. No, of no, all he's, time. no, he's no, he's not. Yeah, and Justin and I just started texting immediately, immediately. about what Travis would think. No, 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 he's not. Which, which is why uh, both of my Carlos Gomez bobbleheads <laughs> are sitting he, on a he, he, He's not the enemy. He's not Hitler. But do not ever <laughs> think for a minute that he's he's one of the faces of the Brewers' history. He <laughs> was one of the characters that they brought up as mm. a fan favorite in Brewers' history. Yeah. Well, I, I I won't dispute fan favorites because fans, by and large, don't understand a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, did you see who was last night, by the way, which is really nice to see. Uh, ooh, uh, who was last night? He looks heavy, actually. I'll say this: it was Niger Morgan. Yes, it was. Yes, and he didn't do T plush. No, he did like no. a regular Niger Morgan, and then he did the at the yep, end. Yep, he didn't go into, yes. into T plush. I was a little disappointed he didn't do that, but yeah, he, didn't go he crazy, looked a little. Uh, he, he's been. He looks like he is enjoying retirement. Yeah, he does. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, I really I like. Thought he'd be working at NASA. That's weird. <laughs> Jesus. Where are we at, Brewstamus? Yep, you're up, Travis. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, or do you want me to go next and then you can finish it up with Bruce Evans? Here, go ahead. All right. I'm I'm just going to give you three names. And you guys can tell me if you can guess my Bruce Evans. Okay? Okay. John Elway, Eric Lindros, and Eli Manning. Bitches that get drafted by somebody and then refuse to go there. Yeah. Thank you. Solid. That's it. Yep. I don't care... Like How that. highly you think of yourself. Solid. I like Solid. You, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, look, everyone. And I don't care if your dad is orchestrating it, Eli. Yes. I like it. And, yeah, and, I, and yeah. I I was too young to remember the Elway power play, whatever they did. If, if, I don't I think, even remember that one. I, don't. I, I think Baltimore. I he was just, a Stanford baseball. He was a third baseman and probably could have. He, he, was drafted, he was drafted both in the NFL and MLB at the same time. Yeah, and I don't remember. I know the Colts what had team, the first. What team in the baseball oh, draft? I'll look that up. So was, I don't know if he was drafted or not. You know, as but, you might imagine, he was a big hitting third baseman with a cannon arm at Stanford. Right. But I, I don't remember. And I know the Colts, the Baltimore Colts at that, at that time, had the first pick. And I don't they know if did. they Yes. And it was, it was it the, you pick me, I'm not going there? That was the deal? Okay. Yep. And I don't know if they picked him and traded him like Eli did when the, the Chargers, Chargers picked him. and then. But when you orchestrate that kind of nonsense, like there are how many... To, 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 do, to do that one pre-snap of the of the NFL, yeah. So, right. what about Elway? Was he... Why do I think the Yankees? Am I completely yes. off base? No, I see it here. Come on. Okay. I so, think, yeah. he was drafted in the second round of the 1981 Major League Draft by the Yankees. Good job, Travis. And, and of course, I'm sure he yeah. leveraged that to say, well, if you pick me, then so, I'm going to go play baseball. You know, so, you know what, but, but, but I, I know how negative we can look at it then and, and the whole premise I get, but... So he, he also received look, probably play for who right? you draft or who you get drafted by. He play was, out your oh, yeah, contract. Yeah, but, 
Yeah. Play out your contract and then go somewhere else. Don't so, put that team in that position. It's, it, it, it's, it's not. A do, it's a do, yeah. But it's not like he didn't have leverage because in he wasn't drafted in the NFL until 1983. Okay. So in 1981 he was drafted and he received by the Yankees, right? Yes, and he was draft or he got paid 150 thousand dollars to play for their short season affiliate in the summer of 1982. Okay. So it wasn't like he was just. I could get drafted somewhere else in MLB. He was drafted and showed that he could play okay, in baseball. That, that's fair. And that's why I sort of put Elway as an outlier. Right. But it's it's Lindros and um, Eli Manning Eli. that I focus I, on. I, I, like those. I, I like both of them. Because yeah. Lindros wasn't going to go play baseball or anything. He was drafted by the Quebec Nordiques, yeah. who no longer exist. And said, nope, nope, not going to play for him. And ended up getting, I, I don't know, went to the Phillies. And then yeah. Eli pulled his fucking bullshit with his, you know, daddy, I don't want to play for the, for the. You know, but in, come on. In, in defense of him, and, you know, it's one of those, he's a big boy and stuff. But when your dad is both as powerful a figure in the league, and, oh, by the way, your dad, that has molded you. That's really a tough thing for a 21-year-old to overcome. I, I cut him a little slack. I really do. That's a tough thing to say, Dad, I'm saying as a charger. It is. So does it fall more on, um, I, God, what's his dad's I, name? What's Archie. Archie. Archie is, it, is it more on Archie? I, I think so. I so mean, if you're close to your dad, and I, mean, I, I would ask anyone to put themselves in that position. But again, isn't there some part of you that said this is how the draft works? Right, I get but, picked by this well, team, no, no, no. and I go play there. I do there. not disagree with that at all. But my exactly. point is, Eli, at that age and that maturity level, I would cut him a little bit of slack because of his dad and how he's orchestrated it. Oh, yeah, all right. I get it. But okay, so, yeah. my Bruce Smith remains when you get no, drafted by I'm not disagreeing. I'm just, I'm yeah. just, I'm just yeah. I, I would transfer more of your Bruce to this to, to Archie Manning. To Archie. That, that, than, than you. I'm, all right. Good. Um, good. So no, it's good, good discussion on that. So mine is this, and it's it's uh, you're gonna kind of have to wrap your brain around it a little bit. But for the teams in all of the major sports that have won a championship and had it not necessarily been a a great team and b have not necessarily had a good fan base at their celebration ceremonies. We have the greatest fans in the world, and I want you to think about this. I know it's a, I know it's a, I know it's a trivial thing, right? Because you almost feel like you have to say it, but you don't, because you can get away with it. So, I remember watching some of the um, uh, Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights, you know, in eight yes. or whatever. They're, they're they're an extreme case, but you know, the best fans in the world. But we all know of teams that have won championships and players that talk about their city and their fan base as being the best in the world. You know what? You don't have to downplay them. And oh, by the way, you probably have a whole bunch of, you probably have a whole bunch of fans that are super great, but do not compare yourselves to the true great fan bases in the league. So I will let all of the listeners think about who that fits. I could come up with some, but I'm not going to spout them out there. But, okay. Oh, and I just have a 1B. Four letters. WNBA. I'm done. 
I am not going nope, there. No, we're not touching that one. At all. It, you might but, think it's political, but it's really not because it's existed for, okay, I'm done. We're so, not touching so it. You're, you're 1A. You're 1A. The team that springs to my mind immediately what is, it? is yeah. the um, yeah, then, well, why, why, we can explore this the big the the then Florida Marlins. Oh my God! Best. Yeah. Or how about the Twins? Eighty seven, ninety one. Or um, um, come on. I mean, there's there. Well, the Kansas City Royals. The Royals. Yep. Um, the uh, uh, oh, the, you know, uh, the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks. Big numbers. I'll, I'll say the Astros, and we all know there's a huge asterisk for other reasons, but the Houston Asterisks. Mm-hmm. That's what I call them. Um, I have well, a shirt that look, says. Look, the, the the Florida Marlins had that. My bathroom yes. in my basement is Astros caps and jerseys. So, so maybe I'm immature, but that's the way I'm approaching nope, it because I have a true hatred for what they did. That's the way it should be. Um, um, go ahead. No, I was just going to say my hatred for what they did. Is only exceeded by the hatred of them not taking responsibility for it. Yeah. Expect right. Jose Altuve can fuck off. I used to love the guy. But I mean, it's almost like they were offended that people were questioning. It's like right. you ought to be in full out apology mode. I, I get the whole offense. Maybe your handlers in either the front office or agents gave you that guidance. Don't rip the people off my that the people I'm shy and the I people oh, that that was so great my wife and oh by the way, you know, hate him. That's not the point. Watching him run to home plate would be very clear and not disputed. Uh, Do not take it off. Do not take it off. off. Um, Yeah. Okay. Fine. I've got some swamp land for you. If if you you do not like the Houston Asterix at all, I recommend following the 2020 Astros Shame Tour on Twitter. Such a good Twitter feed. It is fantastic, and they they hold no punches. With Jose Altuve. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It, 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 it is COVID the best thing that happened to the 20 Astros? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's New York or but Boston. The or thing is, absolutely. but you know that's all on pause. Because once fans get back, right, they're, right. they're going to let them have it. And you know what? I am not the guy that rides anyone. I'm the anti-fan that yells at an outfielder. But fuck the Astros, and they've got a long uphill battle and a... Most of it is because of how they handle their cheating, right. not, the, not oh. the cheating itself. And you know what? There's going to be some innocent um, collateral damage that rolls into play. There are going to have some people that didn't even play on those teams. Right. But for the most part, it's like, you know what? Go fuck yourselves. You might have influenced an entire baseball year with that. The And you cost jobs with right. relievers and some of these yes. fringe players. Somebody pitchers. sued them. Some well, of them Look at Alex Cora. He was recently named the manager of the Red Sox. Red Sox. No longer the manager of the Red Sox because he was involved in this as a player. Right. So that's, that, that's the here. only player that really has taken anything, and he wasn't even playing. All right. Anymore. So let me pose this to you guys. It's a couple years now until Alex Bregman is a free agent. Do you want the Brewers have a massive <laughs> hole at third base? <laughs> Fuck him. Do is do you have any compuncture about signing a former Astro? I I I, I, I do. I don't personally, want him personally. I do. I don't want him, and he's the same 
reason I've wanted certain Packers not to become or Packer prospects not to become Packer prospects. Doesn't I, it, I don't want I don't want to root for people like that. Doesn't right? it create it just creates that, that am, ambiguity? Yeah. Like, Why do you want to do it? I don't want him. You know, he, he may be slightly better or moderately better than your next option, but do you want it? I don't want him. Yeah. Nope. No, I don't want him. I, I don't. I I'd rather suffer through a player at those are those are those are ethics those are ethics that are become very very difficult when you talk about hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars and mm-hmm. it's a, and it, it's what as fans we need to make decisions on so and not that that they ever would because he'll cost probably two hundred million dollars to, to sign right. and that's the shame is he'll still get his fucking yeah. money after doing that kind of thing which is just ridiculous but. Yeah. yeah. All right. Where are we at? Uh, breweries. 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 We're getting close to the end. Yep. In the home stretch here. Anyone want to start on breweries? I can certainly breweries. start on breweries. So I typically go to a uh, gathering in the Wisconsin Dells, Kalahari, on an annual basis. Oh, God. And so part of that includes uh, bowling. Oh. And the loser of the game has to pick up the bar tab during that game. So, yes. so you drink as much as you can during yeah. the game, and then as the games progress, the scores get remarkably Bumble ninety-eight. Lower. Well, they don't start one very spare. high to begin with. Start that high. I was so, say one yeah. So, so this this certain location that we go to um, has a gigantic. Um, mug that you can buy and fill <laughs> for cheap and it's like all alcohol there's like a splash of some sorta soda it's and not a beer mug it's a drink no it's mug. a drinking it's like 30 ounces at least mm-hmm. and it's liquor and liquor and more liquor so uh josh happened to be at one of these uh uh, events <laughs> and his uh, wife and uh, lovely children were there as well and uh, Josh makes a point of not swearing. The kids could only Josh drink one makes, of them, and then they got. Yeah. <laughs> Josh makes a point of not swearing in front of his kids. He's a better father than I am, and uh, I happen to say fuck a lot in that time period, and I apologize several times. But a part of that whole time, I also told the bartender, "Hey, bartender, more libations." And I think libations. I said libations. I'm Jesus. fairly certain I said that 140 times during that evening. Many, many times. So after like six or seven of these gigantic liquor beverages, I decided I wanted to slow down and I got some beer. And I got a beer in a plastic cup and I took like two drinks of it. And, I, and then we decided we needed to go back to the room. Probably a good idea three hours yep. before that. But so I took this beer and I'm walking down the, the hallway because it's probably a half mile walk back to back to where our room is. So we're walking and uh, I decide smartly that I should not uh, drink this beer that I've got in my hand. So I hide it on a ledge by a window behind an indoor plant. And then about... 30 feet later, I see another one of my cohorts walking the opposite direction. And I say, hey, you don't have to buy a drink. I got one for you. It's on the ledge there behind the plant. And I continue to walk on it. I don't know to this day if he grabbed that libation and drank it. 
I do know that I later vomited that night and gave myself a black eye and was forced to wear a Patron tequila drink responsibly sombrero for the next day. I want to get back into this black eye. It wasn't a black eye. You bloodshot your eye. You I bloodshot my eye. Burst so many capillaries in your eye by it, vomiting so hard. Not only my eyeball, but the surrounding area. It literally yeah. looked at like my wife at the time punched me in the face for being such a stupid drunk that she couldn't have any more of it and beat the crap out of it. But she didn't right. punch you. It was just your vomit. It was just my vomit. Right. I do remember dropping a pizza on the floor that night. I pass. remember passing, <laughs> That's what I would remember. I remember pot passing out by the toilet. And when oh. I woke up the next morning, I looked in the mirror and I said, Oh fuck. Here How do go. I explain we got this? A 40 out. We got a 48 hour recovery period, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I showed up for every single one of the responsibilities that I had the next day. You're of course you did. Gamer, right. Fucking, you're, no, it's great. That's my brewery. The, there's been, on, on those same trips, I remember sitting in a hallway, sitting in a hallway of a hotel with two other people passing a bottle of sorbet flavored vodka around. That's so good. And just so taking good. straight pulls yes. off of that. Yes. Where we got a bottle of sorbet flavored vodka, I have Doesn't literally matter. no idea. Some of my favorite moments. Yeah, that was that's a good convention. Travis, your brewery, please. I'm not real proud of this one, but um, it's a great story. 2018, I retired from my previous job in August, and in June, the Blue Angels were coming to Claire. Yes. And part of that, as a I think kind of a thank you or whatnot, I got a very prime position during the the multiple Blue Angels air shows. Well. Kind of related, not related, I was able to, or I had the offer to, this is uh, very sad, and it's truly very sad, I had the opportunity to fly down to Smyrna, Tennessee, with several people to honor Jeff Coos, who was Blue Angel number six, who yes. died in Smyrna, Tennessee. Yep. Mm. And I, I, I flew down um, to there with several other people that were part of the air show. And um, it was, I mean, you want to talk about touching. It gripped me. I still watch the videos. It was like 102 degrees. It was crazy. But it was, boy. Uh, if you're listening, go to um, Jeff Coos, uh, Smyrna, Tennessee. But anyway, I this. I didn't know that you were a part of that. I was, I was. I was part of that. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> I flew down there with a, a, a lieutenant with the person, or with the place I used to work and six to eight other people and we flew back on the same day and it was the flight back where the trouble started and oh, um, completely sober throughout the ceremony as it should be and um, we're on our way back and the cooler start opening and I need to preface this with that I did not drive anywhere anytime so um, the airplane um, it was a concoction that I, I, I can't even give names of the drink because it might give away the person who provided them. But it was just some kind of rocket fuel. There's no other way to describe it. I, I consider myself a little bit of a veteran and can handle stuff. but A veteran of drinking. It's a short flight. Smyrna, Tennessee, Eau Claire. It's not that damn long. Less than three hours probably. <laughs> well, I don't know exactly how much I had, but the ounces don't matter because it was crazy. So I got off the airport and then we roll our way into this 
former person I worked with exit or hangar 51 or whatever that I called it and it continued and before my wife rolled in on I'm really feeling it. She kind of gives me that look, and she says a couple things. She says, "It is the locus, uh, the Lake Association fundraiser." Did you forget? Oh, and oh, and oh no. by the way, Brian has a party this house. So I kind of have like four events. I have the event. I have five events. I have the actual ceremony in Tennessee. I have the flight back. I have the drinking at the airport in Eau Claire. I have the Eau Claire Lake Association fundraiser, and I, I have my then next door neighbor's Brian's party. So oh, she's yeah, giving yeah, this yeah. look, she's throwing me questions. It's kind of leaning towards, are you sure you want to go? Hell, yes, I want to go, Jesus. You know? <laughs> so we go there. How dare you question me? I, I interacted with people and apparently met some folks, and we were at the. Apparently uh, met some folks. We, we were at the. Um, uh, God, I think they call it the Lake House now. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. It's the Harvest Moon now. Not important. But, so, at a God knows what BAC, I roll into my house, being driven, and it's still my next-door neighbor, Brian's party. It's still light out. I mean, this day has really gone quick. It's June. About 6 o'clock, I roll over. He kind of gives me this look, and Brian knows, of, you know, he's never seen a good time he doesn't like. So he kind of gives me this look, and I should have known, but I should have just made a 180 and left, right? But he's introducing me people, shit like that, and about 20 minutes into it, I feel a tug in my right arm. It's the you're going home tug. Oh, fuck, I'm not even arguing because I know she's right. Well, I go in, five minutes later, I'm vomiting, hot son of a bitch. Oh, just awful, and it's still daylight, which is not a good indicator. And I was up at like three because our flight went to five, so there's, you know, there's a little bit of mitigated circumstance. Not much, but a little bit of mitigated circumstance. So, I, so I'm vomiting, I'm like, oh God, I can't sleep with my mouth feeling like that. So I brush my teeth, I fall asleep, I wake up at... Oh, God, I don't know, like 10 p.m., four hours later. I still haven't slept much. I'm still oh. probably at 2 I said, hey, you brush your teeth? I said, what the fuck? Yeah, of course I brush my teeth. Uh, you brush your teeth? What do you brush your teeth with? I said, oh. I brush my goddamn teeth. She brings out this tube of biofreeze. She says, this is what you brush your teeth with, idiot. I said, son of a bitch. I did. So my first reaction is, God, how much did I swallow? And it's this analgesic. It's this pain reliever. It's the arm. And so that will always be known as the day I brush my teeth with Bible Priest. That's fantastic. Well, that should have ended it because I can't top that. Sorry. No. It's a beaut. Oh, God. I know. That's fantastic. Thank you. Biofreeze? Yep. Uh, with Biofreeze. We still have the same tube, by the way. We haven't even used it all. And you didn't notice at the time. I did. I just cleaned my teeth. I, your mouth like, didn't, I feel better now. Your mouth went numb, but you didn't know that it went numb. It didn't matter. No, I wouldn't notice. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, so that was that is what's known as Biofreeze. Um, all right. Wow. Well, now I have there to follow go. this. Ah, sorry. I got to oh. pee. Do we yeah. need to take a break before we follow this? Why don't, why don't we yeah, take a little take a break. break? All right. We're back. And uh, Travis, you're now <laughs> drinking Bacardi and Diet a and no, 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 no. Not Bacardi. Bacardi Limon. Bacardi Limon and Diet A&W. You know, whatever you got to do. 
So now I have the uh, the task of following up that brewery. Yes, Justin? Can we describe what happened when he opened up his bottle at Diamond W? Please do. It was like Mount Vesuvius uh, erupting all over your bar top. All over my bar, all over my floor, and then I'm going to guess that that mop job that he did is maybe not as thorough as it probably no, should be. No, but the next time we go play Dungeons & Dragons down here, somebody's <laughs> foot's getting stuck in your floor. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, I'm going to get through my breweries because we still have a lot of stuff to get through yet tonight. So my brewery um, involves me being at an Eau Claire Express game where I spend, spend a lot of my time um, in Carson Park. And by and large, the, the Eau Claire Express games are a, a great venue to, to watch baseball. It's a lot of fun and, and yep. people are are into it and well maybe not into it but they're having a good time and they cater to the kids and the adults they cater to the kids and the adults right exactly there's plenty of beer to be had if you if you want and they sell beer to the ninth inning which is just a godsend of of baseball if anyway so it was one of those nights where my wife was driving so i could drink as as much as i want and we sit fairly close to the field where there's a lot of like <laughs> corporate seats if you want to say if we have those in Eau Claire but it's we know the people around us for the most part I don't know if you know this but Josh is kind of a big deal kind of a big deal in the Eau Claire Express family whatever so we're sitting there and uh, one row to the left and behind us so kitty corner to me is a is two couples one super fat one super thin so you can imagine where these people I mean, straight out of the trailer park type of people so they are of the the heckling type oh right not really yeah which is fine if you're sitting out on the party deck yeah. or whatever but they're they're the heckling type and one of the particular the the fat guy of the couple decides he's going to lay into every single batter from the other team no. yep and one of the guy, I think one of the swingers or one of the batters had like long swingers. swingers had like long hair or whatever, and he's laying into this. And I'm my my tolerance yeah, is just it's getting there. It's getting there, right? And I've never ever in my life ever said anyone to anyone in, in, in the crowd about you need to tone it down or anything like that. So I'm, I, you know, how many mugs of of beer I'm I'm drinking? And he went the route of you swing like a girl. And it wasn't said at that level. It was yelled, you swing like a girl. Mm. And I, at that point, I kind of had it. And I got up and I went to get another beer. And I said on my way out, I said, these guys are college kids. Need to let it go. And that's it. I walked away. And I think his fat girlfriend threw a uh, fuck you at me on the way out. Like, that's it. You know, I said my piece and that's it. Tap my beer, sat down, and they started laying into me again. Oh, boy. So it was kind of on at that point, and as you guys both know, I'm fairly heavily inked and a lot of tattoos. So we start going at it a little bit back and forth, and he says to me, Hey, why don't you get another tattoo? Oh, good one. Which in his mind was an insult for, you know, God knows whatever reason, like I chose to get these tattoos. And I... I did the, the, the very cool kind of slow turn and looked back at him, and I happened to notice that he had this massive cold sore on his lip. Oh. So oh, I, I, I said to him, dude, if you're going to get personal about it, maybe you should take care of the herpes on your face. Oh, oh yes. Oh. 
beautiful. Oh, yeah. That's At that beautiful. point, that's when my wife's hand went on my shoulder and said, "Enough's enough." Maybe that's enough. Maybe he's enough's enough. Which I would have never, I would have never said that in my life if I wasn't twelve brews in. But <laughs> so, and and being in as many as Express Games as, as we're at, they never sat behind us again. I saw them one more time, way over on the other side, and never saw them again. So as a little, I was embarrassed about it afterwards, but. To drop a face herpes bomb on someone. Pretty good. I felt kind of good about it. You should. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Oh, Especially so. if he's going to be a jackass. Especially how you pull the... If he's going to pull you swing like a girl, because I have yes. two boys, but there are plenty of oh. young girl girls, like, you know, softball players. Oh, that's, yeah. not a, that's not an insult, sir. And don't even go there, because maybe that's what you see in the trailer park, but I'm not going to, like... Let that go years, unaddressed. No. So, yeah. Anyway, that's my breweries, and I'm goddamn fucking proud of it. That's really good, actually. Why were you so disappointed in that? Or... Because you brushed your teeth with yeah. <laughs> BioFreeze. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. True. And that's a good... You know what? Both stories have uh, are, are fantastic. Thank you. Yours as well, Justin. Well, I'm not proud of mine. I well, gave myself a black eye. And wore by puking a, so hard. And wore, wore a drink responsibly Patron Sobrero for a day. So, I mean. Right. Um, do we want to go on to That's What She Said? Yes. That's What She Said. All right. Justin? Well, you're, or who's going to start it? You're all of a sudden walking away. So, That's What She Said. You, do, do the people recognize or know what That's What She Said no. is? It's it's the the sports phrases things that you would say or hear during sports that would sit that would make Michael Scott respond. That's what she said. That's what she said. So mine mine's not that great this week, and I apologize for it. So I'll go first. Well, we should we should know. Like you didn't have one when you sat down today. No, I didn't have a Brewstavis when I sat down. I didn't think you had one of these either. Did you? Mm, I might have had it before starting. Oh, all right. We'll go ahead. Uh, mine is, uh, he's down two balls, you should choke up on the bat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it it makes me giggle, then it's successful. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Good work. That's what she said. (laughs) He dropped in the gap. (laughs) <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh, He's a natural number two hole hitter. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Uh, you know. <laughs> All right. 
On that high note, we, we only have one thing left to do. Yep. We have to review the beer. We have to review oh, the beer. Yes. yes, we have to give it our ranking. So, again, like I said, this is a this is the Snake Hollow IPA from Potosi Brewery. It's Wisconsin, barely Wisconsin. It's it almost looks like Iowa County. And if we were um, doing some research uh, at, at any point during the last, like, hours or whatever this right. has, I would figure out where Potosi, Wisconsin is. So let's look that up right now. So you're looking it up. I, what more are you trying to look up? We know the location. We know that there's It's a... in the village. It's a village in Grant County. It's not Iowa County. It's Grant County. So it's not as close to the border as it appears on their star. Oh. Because Iowa County is in that, that corner border. Oh, okay. So it's slightly inward All right. compared to what we were describe okay well let, let me start this is my mm -hmm. beer should i start the, the yeah, review and, and on it I, I think we should uh, grade it like we've done in the past the whole single, yes the whole grand slam yeah absolutely grand. i said i had never uh had this beer before i hoped you guys never had i assuming you mm -hmm. never have i really enjoyed it i don't think i liked it as much as uh justin your beer from from last week um, but my gosh, it went down really fast and it's a, oh, good. Yeah. Good work. That was, that was good. Um, so I, I think I would, <laughs> that's going to age well, by that's going to yeah. age very well. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I do like the, uh, the name of it. Just saying Snake Hollow IPA yes. is, is, is pretty badass. Yep, I like it. So I, I think I'd say it's a solid triple and not even one that you had to slide into. It's one of those like stand up triple, which is, I mean, those are rare, but I'm going to give it a triple. I, okay. solid triple for me. Go ahead, Drex. Boy, you stole my thunder. Um, I will give you my, uh, Great, and then explain it. I was going to say literally stand-up triple. Hmm. So um, I like the I like the name Potosi too. That's not uh, that's not kind of get taken away with the snake hollow, which is a great name. Yep. But Potosi, in and of itself, I get it's the city's name, but you know it, that gels well. And the snake, I think it's Python. Anybody want to counter that or say it's an anaconda or something like that? It, no, this I'm, I'm, I actually am, I am going to counter that. That that's a viper. Look okay. at the way it's a viper. It's preparing to strike. It's a rattlesnake of some kind. It's a viper. Right. Well, yeah. I'm not going to disagree with you now, but sure as shit, I'm going to research it. And huh. if you're wrong, I'm going to call you out during the next episode. Oh, and no. you are probably right. It does bring up a, a snake instant for ah, another story we can't tell. Yeah. Listen, um, excellent beer. Um, whenever you have a stand-up triple. And these are legit. I mean, I know that as we go on, um, you know, if we have a bunch of good beers, you're going to hear triple home run, this, that, and the other. Sure. Um, I, I want everybody to be aware that if it's a single or a double, we'll throw that out there. If it's a, you know, if it's a, you know, a pop up to second, we'll do that too. But these are really good. Yeah. So, um, excellent, excellent beer, excellent choice. Good. Justin? Uh, it's, it's a 6.5. So, I mean, we're not yeah. packing like a, a tiny bunch. But we're not right. we're not throwing haymakers here. Well, these are more that's than a good, I, that's a good point. This is this is a good middle that's ground. That's true. And it's I, a great middle ground. And which, I, I usually like, gauge it by for whatever reason by gunpowder by gunpowder IPA, and this is a little bit more than gunpowder. So I wasn't saying that as a negative. I'm saying sure. that's a good punch, 
per beer that you're drinking because it goes down smoother than a 6.5 would. Right. Yeah. I I will. You know what? I I will call it a uh, sliding triple, a sliding triple, mm. only because the uh, right fielder after it bounced across the a couple of the the walls threw it in and the runner thought maybe I should just slide to be safe. Well, and it was probably the right fielder was on the road so he didn't understand right, the, that's exactly all what the camera of the outfield. Yep, it's sure. exactly what it right. is. So it was a road right fielder that yeah. doesn't understand the walls. He chucks it in. The the runner probably could have made yeah. it in standing, but just to be safe, slid. Um, it was uncontested at third base because it was cut off. I... I like it. it One of those, fun. the third base coach is in between the slide versus stand. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Okay. Excellent. All right, very good. So I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, um, we're all going to give our honest assessment. And, um, boy, that's... <laughs> if, if we had more of that in the fridge, I would grab another one. Right? I would absolutely that's drink another one, yes. yes. Right. All right, well, guys, I think we've... Wait, uh, wait, uh, I think we've finished up, right? We had a great episode. Thank you for both, and uh, thank you for our listeners, and... Um, Look forward to, to bringing you some more material. Yep. And uh, we are on iTunes now. iTunes. Spotify. Spotify. Check out our and, website. And, and VHS. <laughs> and, and beta. VHS and beta. <laughs> no, probably not on that. Uh, just but, remember, it's three, the number three, brews yeah. in all, all one word, smash together, Instagram, Twitter. Check us out. Send us a message. Yes. Send us your Brucevis, your breweries. Even or even if you have a Wisconsin beer that we haven't tried, that oh, we should God. try. Good idea, yes. If, if we can find it, if you want to send it to us, whatever you need mm. to do, um, we're we're all for uh, suggestions. So. I would love to try a a listener's um suggestion. Hopefully that, that could be our next one. Yes. That'd be nice. I like that. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, everybody. All right, Bye. have a good night.